listening to the best of Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Comedy Hits. the Ron and Fez show, that opening was back when we were WNEW Fez, about what, 2000, I guess? Um, that was a little bit later. I think it was like 2002. Really? Yeah. Well, you got to remember, when we first took that, it was from a Tarantino teaser that he was going to be using that, right? And this is pre-YouTube. So the second that there's a teaser out, we rip it. We love this song. I mean, I've I've been this ridiculous Tarantino fan since uh, Reservoir Dogs. So I'm not, always not even just looking forward to the movie. I'm always looking forward to the soundtrack. I always care about what mo- what songs that he's putting in the movie. So we, we rip that immediately. It becomes our opening and we play it for like a full year, maybe even more before the movie comes out. And then when the movie came out, Everybody was like, dude, Tarantino ripped off your opening. <laughs> and I'm like, do you notice that Tarantino's voice is in our opening saying action? But this, it's, so that was like at the kind of exact time before everybody could just like, if a movie trailer came out, you would either see it before the movie or, or occasionally on TV. But now trailers get seen like a million, two million times on YouTube the first couple of days so everybody knows them inside and out. But there was still a bit of innocence left in America then. Uh, it is the Ron and Fez show. Looking back, I'm Ron Bennington. There's Fez Watley. Hiya, buddies. Big Chris Stanley is here. Hey. Uh, this, well, we were going to start off the show today with the live reads which we got somewhat infamous uh, for in New York. Some of these are a pre-Chris Stanley world, right? And some of them are post-Chris Stanley yeah. world. Yeah, some of these are. Yeah, but when I was some of these were when I was an intern. Some of these when I wasn't even there. And yeah, and then some of them when I was an employee. I, I, when did we start to get really weird with the live reads, Fez? 
Um, we started that, I believe, with um, when we were just on XM before the merger. Not and even that, we didn't do this at WNEW. No, I don't. I don't think it was this weird. You know, some of these that we did at uh, XM and at Free FM. That's when the madness, I think, really started to take place. Well, we were also doing two shows a day. We were doing an XM show and then going over and doing a a, a free FM show. Not We didn't work for free, but we were on that station. So there was always exhaustion, and people don't realize how much that helps. To be tired <laughs> brings in a whole new weirdness to a show. Um, so for the folks that haven't heard these before, what's a good one to start with, Fez? Uh, we'll do one of the, we'll start with one of the I-57 Ignites. That was an energy drink with Chateaubougre. Is it anymore? Is it still an energy drink? I don't think I-57 Ignite is still around. Is that right? No. That's strange. Even with all these live reads we did. How can it fail? Well, everything, I think, got crushed by the, the red... Uh, red Bull. Red Bull killed everybody, mm-hmm. right? That, like, standardized the energy drink formula. Yeah, because the I-57 came, like, in a little shot. You would just get this little capsule. Well, Chris, you used to drink them all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I was an intern while the at XM while these were happening on Free FM. And I would, yeah, I would, hey, can I get some more I-57, guys? <laughs> I remember great. when we... Uh, worked at uh, WNEW, it was all speedy drinks. You know what I mean? It was like a horny goat weed, one of them? Yeah, that was there. There was Planet Java, which was a iced coffee. Um, and we did Red Bull there, right? Yep, and there was something, a Sobe with the lizard on the bottle. Oh, yeah, oh, Sobe's wow. still around, though, right, I think? Yep. Yeah, yeah, that still still exists. See, the things like I-57 Ignite, the, like you said, the little shots, those started when the country, when the government banned ephedrine, and then the people were looking for natural ephedrine. I remember what we used to do, ephedrine commercials down south. <laughs> yeah. Where you would just take a little pill. And get speedy from it. That and we're like, great. on my ephedrine today. You know, everybody would be acting like it was a vitamin, like it was good for you. All right, let's take a listen to this one. This is I 57 Ignite. Ignite, it's the perfect all natural substitute for the ephedra that you can't find on the shelves anymore. That's right, Fuzzy. I 57 Ignite. I've been taking I 57 Ignite with. Uh, a lot of the girls that I have uh, living here on my uh, ranch with me. I sit around, I talk music with them, I talk about the future with them. We all take a bunch of I-57 Ignite, and then we listen to the Beatles. And I let them know what's really coming down. When you're on I-57 Ignite and you're listening to the Beatles, you'll be able to see the future. That's right! We're going to take them all down! It's Helter Skelter time, kids! Take an I-57 Ignite, and we put those pigs against the wall. Who wants to go up to the Tate House with me tonight? Where's my LaBianca crew? Make sure you're right on the walls, I-57 Ignite. Let the man know what's coming down. Yeah! Helena Scouter! Go, Squeaky, go! 
That's the energy boost you get from I-57 Ignite with the all-natural Brazilian herb Xadabugre. It's better than a Fedra, according to founder Kelly Lockwood, and it's now available at all CVS pharmacies and online at myi57.com. Leave a sign behind, kids. Let them know. Charlie's here. Hey, who's got a razor blade? I'm going to put a swastika in my forehead. Yeah! It's used by top models and super athletes to get that extra effort and the results they're looking for. Pick up I-57 Ignite with Chateaubougre at a CVS pharmacy near you and be the judge for yourself. Stick a fork in her. She's done. No ephedra? No ephedra, no problem. Now there's I-57 Ignite. Get ignited with I-57 Ignite. Uh, why would uh, why would the founder think that was a good idea to have his name in there? And I remember he even went out and bought like T-shirts at a gig for us, right? He, he paid loved these for things. a gig. Yeah, he loved it so much he paid for the big ass night of fights. Now, even though his um, his name popped up next to Charlie Manson's, still a positive thing. He loved it. I want some I fifty seven ignite right now after listening. It does. To that. It does make me want it as well. I don't even remember a lot of these things. Why would anyone want that? It's fucking great. All right, let's play another one. What else we got? Uh, we've got this one. Porn dot com. This was the early XM days before the merger. Now this could never be up there with an I fifty seven ignite. I don't remember. Porn.com, I guess, is still out there, right? Yeah, and I remember I, I was an intern at this time, and I was getting some free uh, passwords to Porn.com and enjoying it very much. Porn.com, it was links to every specialty niche porn site you could possibly imagine. Um, it's still going strong. Yeah, it's kicking ass, taking names. Porn.com. Uh, they're the best. All right, let's take a listen. She should have fucking went ass up in the back seat, he's with a video camera, and put that shit on porn.com. That's where I would have... I'll sell this fucking video right now at porn.com. Cappy fucks a liar from California is the name of it. Porn.com is the largest collection of adult scenes, photos, and full-length DVDs on the net today. It's not only the largest collection, Fez, it's the largest erection. It's the largest erection on the net today. It goes on and on. And you California people, you're paying up front because I don't fucking trust you. Look what you did to that cabbie. It's so big, it would take you over 15 years to look at all the content on porn.com. Over 17,000 so porn stars. It would take you more than 15 minutes to lick from the tip down to the base. <laughs> That's porn.com. Right now, you can save up to 80% off of regular monthly rates if you go to porn.com for a special limited time offer. And you get bonus access to over 38 other exclusive sites. How you like that? 38 other sites. What kind of sites are we talking about there, Fess? Camel Toe Hose. All right. Here's what I love about it. And we all love hose, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about a hoe with her pants so fucking tight, you feel like you're in Saudi Arabia. I'm talking about a camel toe hoe. And let me tell you something, ladies. You know what you're doing walking around with a camel toe. You fucking keep playing that game. I'll just take that uh, right over to porn.com. I'll make a star out of you. You want to fucking tease Ronnie B? I'll make a star out of you on cameltoehose.com. You also get uh, access to real teens kissing. This is the, the beauty of it. Now, a lot of these teens, they want to go like this. 
I'm saving the first kiss. It's so exciting. Let's just lick and bite each other on the face. You want to be there for the first kiss. And that's real teens kissing. And some of these teens, lower. Lower teens. Whoa. There's also access to ilikeemwhite.com. This is a great one. You know how we always think of women, hot women, as being black. I mean, we got raised that way where the only hot women are black. I got a fetish, and I like them white. I like them white for a change, and I don't know anywhere else to go. Now I got a place. I like them white.com. And by the way, that also goes for the asshole. I want it bleached because I like them white.com. I'll bleach it myself. I'll show up with fucking Clorox. This is you all. You gonna wink at me, honey? You get a little fucking Clorox in that eye. And after that, you'll be on ilikeemwhite.com. <laughs> this is all part of your uh, access that you get when you join up with porn.com. It's an access of evil, Fez. It really is. It's taking you places that you're like this. This is so fucking hot that if uh, someone walked in a room right now, you gotta quick click it off. You gotta click it off. Including access to bootystudio.com. This is where I cut my first fucking uh, CD, Fezzy Booty Studio. Because it's a studio, and we all love that, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, hey, what's happening in the studio? I'm telling you, booty. And it's a bootystudio.com. By the way, that's if you don't like them white. If you don't like them white, you'll be going to booty, booty studio. So you got different choices here. It's a whole different world. We're not telling you how to run your fucking freak. You bring your freak to porn, porn.com. Porn. Right now, some people are a little turned off by teens kissing. Well, well, it's going to happen. You don't have to. You got so many other different sites. There's so much there. There's 45 different I categories. Hope it's not. I know that's 18. That's 18, those kissing porns. It couldn't be on. It could not be on if they weren't 18. Now, they look younger. There's no harm in that. Yeah. Well, that's not for some people. There's other sites that you get access to, <laughs> like fuckingmachine1000.com. The weirdest thing about that, that was the name of my dad's boat. Fucking Machine 1000. And we used to ski behind that. Now, there's a porn site. Uh, fuckingmachine.com. And here's the deal. A lot of times you're like, man, I like women, but I can't fuck them all the time. You don't need to. Not with the brand new fucking machine dot, dot I don't know what it is. Fucking machine <laughs> one thousand dot com. No, I'm not gonna lie to you. We've done a lot of experiments and the first nine hundred and ninety nine were awful. But the fucking machine one thousand Eureka, we've got it. Lay on this machine, honey. Let the pistons do the work. They even have some porn stars that are exclusive just to Porn.com. And at Porn.com, they say they're always on the hunt for new faces. On the hunt, Fuzzy? Yeah. They're on the you-know-what. I can't talk about this anymore because these spots are supposed to be 60 seconds. But this is the most fabulous uh, place on the Internet. Porn.com. Link it. Send it to your folks. And say, look, this is what I'm doing now that I'm older. I'm at porn.com anymore. That's why I'm not married, and that's why I don't go out on Saturdays. Porn.com. Porn.com. Log on today and discover for, your, for yourself why it's the world's favorite porn site. <laughs> that was a strange one. I don't even remember that live read at all. But the funny thing about it to me is you're doing the straight stuff, 
And it's every bit as weird as what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. If you had just gone straight copy up from porn.com. And they had to be thrilled. Five and a half minute long commercial. Um, all right. So that was porn.com. This is all part of Ron and Fez looking back. And this segment is about the live reads that we did. Uh, Chris, you've got a favorite over there, right? Oh, yeah. This is uh, one from Carbonite, which uh, is a digital data protection company. Well, Carbonite, uh, very, very big company. And they were the first ones that if your computer blew up, they had all your information for you, right? Exactly, yeah. Uh, which was a godsend to have uh, Carbonite. Uh, so let's play a little bit of a Carbonite live read. Carbonite.com. They are a company that has tripled in size. They're one of those rare companies doing well in this economy because they provide a superior product that solves a real-life problem. Me, Carby, the Carbonite Monster. Yeah, there's no mascot, but what they do at Carbonite.com is they keep computer files safely Ooh, backed up. Good. Me like computer files. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yum, you yum. There's no worry, no complication. Me worried. No, there's no this worry. This too complicated. No, there's no complication, and they it won't take up your valuable time either with Carbonite. Me got bad news. Little Carby, the Carbonite monster, him have eye cancer. I'm going blind, big Carby. I can't. Oh! Oh! Me love little Carby so much. Where that, are you? That really doesn't have anything to do with Carbonite. Oh! He can't see me. I keep bumping into walls. The big news. I'm so cute, mm -hmm. but blind. I took vision for granted, apparently. The big news isn't Little Carby's eye cancer. It's that now Carbonite is available to protect Mac users as well as PC users. Maybe if all the kids out there could clap their hands, Little Carby could feel better. Clap! It's hard enough being a miniature monster without being blind. Nobody needs uh -oh. to clap. Clapping no work. I can't see. Just... This this sure is a monster of a deal, though. Just go to Carbonite.com. You're still talking about that? Yes. When little Carby's so sick? Oh! This is the important stuff. It is affordable. Less than You're five... the monster! No, oh! All right, get off Kill! of me. I'm trying Kill! to... Get off of me. Stop, you clobbering me to death. I'm trying to read about Carbonite. Kill that fish! Carbonite! Ow! Ow! My head! Ow! Carbonite, it's the smart insurance policy. Oh. Don't write on me, big Carby! Stop it! Carbonite, it's a smart insurance policy for your aeroplane. Ah, cold water! Cold water down my back! It is a smart insurance policy for your irreplaceable data. Bad things can happen to laptops, to your PCs, to your Macs. What that well, you can lose valuable computer files. If you're backing up with Carbonite at Carbonite.com, that's not gonna happen. Uh oh, Carby no have eye cancer. Just some sleepies in his eyes. Oh, I just brush them away. It's all better now. Oh no, there go the taste buds. I can't taste anything anymore. Nobody cares. We're losing little Carby. 
Back up all your photos, music, email, financial records, office documents, and other real irreplaceable files with Carbonite. Recovering your lost files is easy. You get them back with just a few clicks. Thank- Make it a Carbonite tonight. Go to Carbonite.com. Enter the offer code XM and you can start a free trial today. And you get two free months if you decide to buy. Remember, that's Carbonite.com and the offer code is XM. Try it free today at Carbonite.com. Carbonite for all your carbon uses. Make it a Carbonite. That got weird. That's a great weird quick. That was into a heavy oversell there. Did you notice that? You were just, uh, it was almost like an angry read that he was doing. Uh, it's part of the Ron and Fez look back. The Ron and Fez look back. Um, also, we're going to tell you of some of the cool stuff up on the Interabang today. We are doing, um, I think, something on uh, the, oh, it's a Sporkle game that you can play on the Ron and Fez side characters. The Ron says support team. So you'll have to figure out in this game who did what for the Ron and Fez show. If you could just get around to remembering the names uh, throughout the years, that would be pretty spectacular. Who did what? Who are some of the names in there, Fez? Uh, Billy Staples. Black, the great Billy Staples. Yeah, Black Earl Douglas. Um... Also, Eastside Dave. All right, so there's three obscure characters if you've been a big fan of the show. Eastside Dave, Billy Staples, and Black Girl. Um, All right, doing some of the live reads. Let's go back to another one of the I-57s. The I-57 ignites. Chris, what's this one about? This is how I-57 changed your life. Can't find your ephedra anymore. This is what you want. It's called I-57 Ignite. I-57 Ignite, Fezzi. This has changed my life. Finally, I can drive down the street. Cop pulls up behind me. I don't have to stash anything under the seat anymore. I just leave it sitting out there, and there's nothing the cops can do about it. It's totally legal. Perfectly legal and all natural. It contains an all natural Brazilian herb called Gray. And the founder, Kelly Lockwood, who came up with I 57 Ignite, he's telling everybody it's better than ephedra. It's better than ephedra. Fez, it's better than crystal meth. It's the best thing that's been legally on the market since back in the old days, Fezzy. You're going all the way back to 1910 before you could get something like this over the counter. It's called I-57 Ignite with Shadabu Gray, and you can get it at all CVS pharmacies. I took two of them and went and sat up all night long. I had so much energy, and I had long conversations with dead relatives. I sat and talked to relatives I haven't seen in 20 years and talked to them for seven straight hours. Top models and super athletes are using the I-57 Ignite to help get that extra effort and that energy boost and the results they're looking for. I flopped on a movie, and um, while I'm watching Lord of the Rings, I sat there as I'm watching. I wrote four extra movies. I just, I've never been been this creative before. It's fantastic. Pick up I-57 Ignite with Shadabugre at a CVS pharmacy near you, or you can go online at myi57.com. No ephedra, no problem. Now there's I-57 Ignite. Does he right now? I'm writing an opera in my mind. Get ignited with I-57 Ignite. I-57 Ignite, um... 
you know, basically selling legal speed. At the time, legal. Is it still legal? I believe there's still plenty of products like that where, you know, it gives you that extra boost you might need. Oh, sure. You're like five-hour energies. It's in like that kind of yeah, category. Yeah, you need, you need all that extra energy. Yeah. Uh, what do we got next, Chris? Uh, here's, um, here's a pajamagram read. Pajamagram. This is from the, uh, this is for that Sirius XM. Yes, Fuzz. Pajamagram. That's the gift yeah, that you stop, want. To... Stop calling me names. <laughs> no, I'm talking about pajamagram.com. Huh? For Valentine's Day. Uh, it's the gift she won't be able to get, uh, she won't be able to resist. And she can't wait to get her clothes off when the new PJs get there from pajamagram.com. So, uh, this might be perfect for you, Dave. You say to your wife, I got your pajamagram. Why not? Why don't you go put on your pajamas? Oh, I'd love that. You know what's great about this? It's the way to tell somebody, I love you. Put on your pajamas. Comes in a beautiful hat box that she's going to love, along with a lavender you, scented sachet. You call it a hat box, Fuzzy. I call it a pajama box. And, a, and what else you got? Uh, lavender scented sachet. What is that? I think it's a, like a little, um, it's like a little stuff thing that smells good, like has potpourri in it or right, something. It's a stuff thing that smells good. Yeah. It's like, like a, a turkey. L- like a little tiny. <laughs> what well, is you it? can't eat it. What is a stuff thing? It's like a little tiny stuffed pillow. But mm-hmm. it's very tiny, and this is, smells like lavender. It has, like, potpourri in it. And what's it called? A sachet. Now, isn't this a sachet? <laughs> <laughs> That's a sachet, the way you're walking. So very, very leisurely. <laughs> That's because my lover got me a pajama gram, <laughs> and I put the pajamas on right now. You also get a Do Not Disturb sign and a gift card all free with your pajama gram. Sometimes I take that Do Not Disturb sign when I'm mad fuzzy, and I put it right on my belt. <laughs> I go, nope. Not for you. Not today. <laughs> I go, you know, you put on your you put on your pajamas and you get to bed. You're gonna find And all- take that sachet with you. And that hat box. <laughs> They've got all the top brands of pajamas and lingerie, over a hundred styles to choose from. What's your favorite brand of pajama? Because I like to say this. Here's your pajama uh, gram. It's uh, G string. Very sexy. So rub yourself down with that sachet. <laughs> Roll around, I'll be right in there. What were you saying, Fizz? Oh, that pajamagram also has... Did, did they send bottles of water in snapples? No, but they have great bath and body products that you can add to your uh, pajamagram order. Pajamagram, huh? Pajamagram.com. It's the perfect Valentine's gift. Best of all, she'll think of you every time she puts on her pajamas. Overnight Valentine's Day delivery guaranteed. It's a gift you're both going to love. So visit Pajamagram.com right now or call 1-800-GIVE-PJs. That's Pajamagram.com and tell them Ron and Fez sent you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely tell them that. So, Ron and Fez, uh, looking back at some of the live reads that we've done over the years, here's uh, another I-57 Ignite with Shadabougray. I-57 Ignite, if you can't find your ephedra anymore, here's what you want. I-57 Ignite. Is it legal, Fez? It's totally legal. Because the high isn't. i got to tell you the truth. I took a bunch of I-57 Ignite the other night. And I took a popsicle stick. I'm so wired, I scratched out the entire catcher in the rye every bit of it, onto the sidewalk all the way down my street. And finally, by the end of it, my fingers were like bloody nubs. I, you know, come out of this and I go, this is kind of really art when you think about it. I-57 Ignite has changed my life for the better. 
That's the energy boost you get from I-57 Ignite, and it's all-natural Brazilian herb, Shadabu Gray. Do the cops arrest you for having I-57 Ignite? No, it's perfectly legal. Then why do I keep outrunning them? Every time I'm doing I-57 Ignite, I see a cop, I take off. It just feels like the right thing to do. The guy who came up with I-57 Ignite, Kelly Lockwood, he said... Genius. Literally a genius. And I put him now, Fezzi, above Moses. He says it's better than ephedra, and now you can pick up I-57 Ignite at your local CVS pharmacy or online at myi57.com. Who needs ephedra? When you got I-57 Ignite, it's going to give you that extra effort and the results you're looking for. I took uh, I-57 Ignite, Fezzi. I was walking around in one of those old Roman helmets. I don't even know why. It just felt like the right thing to do. Later, I sat down, and I was playing the piano. And it was better than I've ever played in my life. And about halfway through it, this I-57 Ignite run I'm on, I think to myself, wait a minute, I've never played the piano before. And then I looked down, and it was a typewriter anyway. Oh. And instead of using paper, I'd shoved a squirrel in there. So there you are. You take two of the I-57 Ignite, and the most beautiful music you can play ever in the history of the world is a squirrel stuck in a typewriter. That means it's working, and it doesn't have to just work for me. It can work for you, too, and I might be crazy here. It can work for anybody, everybody except for the people in Alabama because I hate them. Oh, okay. Uh, pick up I-57 Ignite with Shada Bougre at a CVS pharmacy near you. No ephedra? No problem. Now there's I-57 Ignite. Get ignited with I-57 Ignite. I always like the part of these where Fez is just sitting here with a stupid paper, ready to start reading again as soon as the weirdness stops. He'll just be standing there <laughs> waiting for the riff to end, and then he'll just pop back in. Shot of Bougre. Yeah, shot of Bougre is going to do it for you. It's legal. It'll get you up and going. Uh, it's the Ron and Fez show. Looking back, this is live reads we've done over the years. Uh, what's another one, Chris? Oh, uh, this one's from AshleyMadison.com. Well, that says it all right there. Exactly. I, I got two words for Barack Obama. You are now the most powerful man in the entire world. AshleyMadison.com, Mr. President. AshleyMadison.com. This is your opportunity to say, uh, honey, Michelle, I love you and the daughters. But the number one man in the world has got to get his freak on. AshleyMadison.com. It's the number one dating service for married people who are looking for something more. You need a little something more. If your wife won't tie her feather to her ass, guess what? Some chick out there will. And uh, my thing, Fezzi, is I just put in wheelchairs. No matter what's happening, I am looking for the lame, the cripple, the, una- the, the unable to fight back. Basically, Fezzi... I'm coming out of this like a hyena, and I'm coming in uh, strong uh, quarters in the front, very weak uh, back. Right. So I'm looking for the damaged, the diseased, something that I can fall prey on. The weak hind quarters. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you're going to find what you're looking for on AshleyMadison.com, because if you don't, AshleyMadison.com will return your money, guaranteed, and no questions asked. They won't even ask, you know, about the hindquarters or the wheelchairs, any of that. Because here's the beauty. Uh, this is your. This is nothing that you're going to be doing this in secret. You're going to be meeting women in secret. So it gets you the opportunity to uh, take some things off the list. you always been with a dwarf. Uh, put it up in there. You say to yourself, I want to find a, a one-armed woman. This is the place to do it. 
the obese, the insane. It's all there for you. And if you're keeping a list of what have I been with, this is perfect for you. AshleyMadison.com. Over 3 million members. You will find what you're looking for. I'm sorry, Fezzi. That's 3 billion. No, it's 3 million. Then I, how many zeros are in million? Uh, six. All right. Then this is over 3 million. 3 million. And most of them are women. And most of them, what I like to say this, me so horny, me so horny, go to AshleyMadison.com. It's fabulous. It's fantastic. 100% secure, completely anonymous, and right now it's free to join. I've got in right now. I'm looking uh, for a woman with empty eye sockets, just little flesh pouches. Hmm. And I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do with it, but I'm going to tell you later. Okay, I'll wait. Oh, I know. Scullif. Skull F, Fezzi, and I've always dreamt of it. You didn't wait for later. Why can't I... Well, by F, I didn't say fuck. Why can't I live out my dreams? Why can't I take that chart that I've kept for so long and start to get some of these freaks off of there? You can with AshleyMadison.com. Join right now. Change your life today. AshleyMadison.com. Find your lovers here. You know, AshleyMadison.com is probably the most controversial sponsor out there the more complaints that that product even existed i i was always surprised by that you know what i mean like some people are so angry that their spots used to run hey married guys or hey married women if you'd like to meet somebody else People were freaked about that product. Well, the founder always said, this is people who are into this. This is people that... Yeah, but the sanctity of marriage thing, it was like the same people that were against gay marriage. Like Some people just sit out there freaked out by their idea of adultery, which is, you know, you've got to be pretty old school to sit around and worry about other people's marriages. You know, not your own. Unless you think, oh, the only reason my chick doesn't cheat on me is because there isn't a website <laughs> that I can't, makes that I, easy. I can't let her have access to the internet, but, taking her phone away. But my point to this being that the American people are way more traditional than you would even think. Oh, yeah. That, the marriage is supposed to be just exactly the way their marriage is. The right. people that, that get upset about these things. But see, that always went back to me with gay marriage. I'm like, the whole of idea of marriage seems to be very unique to people to begin with. And yet we push it into this traditional deal that I don't know if it exists anywhere. You know, it's like we're setting this thing up. It's like gay people want to make their life more dull and lie-filled so that they want to be married as well. I always just thought it was complete madness for gay people to be to want to be married. Um, I, I think if anybody would have went out there and just came up with a new contract that beat the ass off the old marriage contract, the world or at least this country, would be a much happier place. Um, but then again, I say these things, and I see the blank looks that come up, so I'm like, eh. you know, it's maybe maybe people aren't ready yet for these strangeness that I got for them. It's Ron and Fez looking back. Uh, these segments are all the live reads, and live reads was always Fe Fez's favorite part 
of the show, which, by the way, Fez, I could never understand of everything that you could do in radio. Why did reading off a piece of paper thrill you so? I think it was because of the anxiousness that I was going through. That was something that if I stuck to that, I knew what I was talking about. So if it was up to you, you would have stayed in radio if you could just read for three hours. Yeah, I guess yeah. if I had a script, then I would know what to say. You know, there are places that you have scripts. It's called movies or TV <laughs> shows. And you were offered those and you never took them. No, it was just uh, too nervous. But you just explained to us that reading scripts is the thing that makes you less nervous. Chris, couldn't you have seen Fez in that world? 100%. He loves it. You give him a script, he goes off on it. I, I, would love, I think Fez would flourish in that world. I think he would love every second of it, in my opinion. Jason Nash, Fezzy. He's just a phone call away. Up on the iBank today. Well, you know, yesterday... Um, you could look back, uh, Earl Douglas wrote that, uh, looks back at Ron and Fez, and Earl really does see himself as some weird Forrest Gump character who has walked through the history of radio. But it's always funny when you read somebody's, uh, first person, uh, account of stuff, uh, is that you, you see, Oh, they placed themselves a bigger value than I ever thought. Uh, today, it's the Sporkle game that you can play, the Ron and Fez Sidemen. And there's been so many over the years. I was just looking up Wonder Boy, oh, wow. Harry Elvis. Harry Elvis actually had a producer job. Uh, he had been an intern for us uh, back at NEW. And then when we were coming back to XM... We gave him the producer job, wasn't even, because he was, I think, doing an internship for ONA. So he was like, we just like gave him the job. We didn't even interview him. Wow. He was just here when we got here. And as soon as we showed up, for whatever, we took him and Earl, and Harry's eyes were just as big as circles. He was just totally freaked, said he had to keep going to school, just wasn't in it to it at all. And who ended up, was that Dave that took his gig? Yeah, Dave came in and replaced Harry Elvis. Yeah. It's always interesting to me, guys, that once they join the circus, you either go mad with it, you know, you even have fun with it, or you completely just uh, lock up and get real. Um, and that uh, also on um, the Interbang this week, um, the, on Mondays, was the hashtag goodbye Ron and Fez and a lot of the tweets that went up there and it was really, really cool. A lot of the comedians and it was um, one of those things where Twitter blew up on its own. We didn't even push it. Trend it well after the show was over and it was just really, really touching uh, the number of people who jumped into this. So we are doing Looking Back, some of the live reads we've done over the years and Fezzy, this is your favorite time this is your favorite part of the show absolutely love the live reads here's one from valentine's day season and the vermont teddy bear company 
Vermont Teddy Bear Company, Valentine's Day oh. is this Saturday. I can't wait, Fuzzy. Can't wait. This is the biggest day of the year for me. This is the day I hand out teddy bears. You can send your lover a handmade teddy bear from Vermont, from the Vermont Teddy Bear Company. All right. Good. It's handmade? Handmade. I changed my note to I had down handmade. <laughs> <laughs> no, no wonder it tastes not, so good. No, not handmade. All right. <laughs> because... <laughs> That's, that's crazy. That wouldn't work with kosher bear. Yeah, that would be the problem. Yeah. You send out a handmade teddy bear to a little Jew girl, and you go like this. What do you mean you can't eat it? Just convert. There's plenty of great bears to choose from. All handmade. Knight in shining armor bear. That's my favorite. Because it's a bear, Fezzy, but it's dressed up like a knight in shining armor. <laughs> the huggable hunk bear. With Love little... that one. I love that one. You can hug it. He's got a tattoo on his arm. And the horny devil bear. I love that other one. Where would a bear get a tattoo? <laughs> Vermont, that's where. <laughs> Vermont Teddy Bear Company. You can order now for, for Valentine's Day. 1-800-829-BEAR or go online at vermontteddybear.com. I send one out, Fezzy, to everybody in my life. Everybody in my life gets one. I'm sending out 16 bears this year. That's a lot of bears. It is. And you can have them personalized to tailor her favorite hobby, sport, or occupation. Taylor Ham. <laughs> Taylor Ham made bear. Handmade. And, and then like this, it's great for breakfast. <laughs> Kick but off, only in Jersey. Kick mm -hmm. off your Valentine weekend right and send a bear gram to her office tomorrow. Fuzzy, here's how I'm going to be kicking off my Valentine weekend. Just like this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you just kick stuff all over the place. Overnight delivery is absolutely guaranteed for tomorrow. Or send her a bear to arrive. Oh my God. Why we're watching on TV, there's a Vermont teddy bear uh, oh, commercial going. Look at how the and other ladies are reacting. Yeah, they see her bear and look at the men. The men are going, I see what's happening. She's getting a bear. Well, then I'll send a bear to my woman. And now they're all using office time to order their Valentine's <laughs> gift. Sure. Why shouldn't I? Uh, he's got a tattoo just like me. <laughs> That's a huggable hunk bear. Man, this is the time of the year. Puppy Love Bear, I Heart Sarah Bear. It's uh, with her name. You don't want to show sure. your, your woman, Ginny, something that says <laughs> I Heart Sarah. The pink Look at the Love Bandit Bear. Yeah, the pink bouquet, bouquet bear. Plenty of them. Overnight delivery is absolutely <laughs> guaranteed. Or you can send her her bear to arrive right then on Valentine's Day. I'm getting hurt here. Send the creative alternative to flowers this Valentine's Day. That hit me. She's going to love you for it. Call 1-800-829-BEAR or shop online at the VermontTeddyBear.com website. That's VermontTeddyBear.com. Make sure to mention Ron and Fez. Thank you. Make sure to mention Ron and Fez. You better mention that name. Do you remember how it changed from uh, code word Ron and Fez to just code word Fez? Yeah. It was That's how out of it I got. <laughs> That's how far they kicked me out of live reads. Just type in FEZ into the box in the upper right corner. For some reason, some people thought that the live reads got a little silly. But, uh, you know, if you have live reads that people are collecting and passing around, and it seemed, seemed to me like it would be a positive. Now, you never bring this up, Fez, but you always liked the live read part of the show. Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a chance to... Um, Know what I was talking about for a change? Oh, like having a script? Yes. Why weren't? Then why didn't you ever go into TV or movies? And you had been offered. Too nervous. Jason Nash. You would have been. You would have loved. I think Fez would have loved to get, be having a script in front of him. He would have flourished in that role. I think he would have went like this all the time. Uh, are we doing a table read today? 
Because the table read, it's like the most mysterious thing. You'll see those back where 18 people are sitting around a giant table, and they all have all that food behind them. Mm-hmm. And then they read, and then they laugh at each other's jokes. Yeah, and then they're on set. Like, you ever see those Chuck Lorre behind-the-scenes thing? Oh, God. They're just having a gay old time. And yet, Monday would be my worst time. I would not be able to stand table read day. Because other people are reading while I'm waiting. The set's right there. Why don't we just bust this thing out? We're on set, people. Come <laughs> we on. We can just finish this now. <laughs> We should be doing this with our in, in costume. And that would be Fez's favorite day, because it'd be like this. Do you have your script? We're all reading off our scripts today. When they do those, when they do those things, it's really weird to me when they're, they're in their regular clothes. And they're just, they're just like, maybe some look kind of bummy. Right. When they should be in there. You know, it, what they should be, look, their character looks like. They all look cocky, though, as if they wrote this. <laughs> well, they're doing their art. And then you find out every sitcom actor has to wear glasses. Everyone that doesn't have glasses on TV uh, does have glasses at a table read. Well, that's that's because they're those are all reading glasses, right? Yeah, literally everyone in the country over forty needs reading glasses, and it's just a sign of death. I probably need reading glasses. I, I, things are getting blurrier and blurrier when I'm sober and sober. <laughs> your eyes have seen more than your age should have ever. That's the horrible thing about it. Someone handed me a pair of glasses at a bar. I put them on, and I my fucking blew my mind. I was like, I've been squinting over there. Now I can see it clearly. I, this is crazy. Yeah, that's the other weird thing about reading glasses is you don't need a prescription. You could just go yeah. to the drugstore and say, this thing makes my eyes better. Great. Four bucks. You know, here's what's happening to me. And I think from reading off computers... Magazines now seem like they're difficult to read. Oh, I get ESPN the magazine in the mail, and yeah. it's like, this is a gigantic, like, this is like a six page article. This ain't going to happen. This is a weird thing. <laughs> you get a TV show sent to you as a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm part of the ESPN Insider online, so. Sure. I got that going for me. You're living the life. There's going to be a trade made. There's rumors <laughs> out there that the trade is coming down. It's going to be huge, dude. It's Ron and Fez looking back. Now, Fez, you said that you would never do radio again. Yes. Which, by the way, Chris, do you believe him? No, I don't. Fez has not set up a place where we can trust the things that you say. But does that also mean you will never do film or TV work? I will never do film or TV work. Stage work? No. Too nervous. Would you ever go up at a Christmas party and be like the funny guy there? Hey, everybody, we're giving out awards this year. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I won't host anything. Will you? Uh, what, what about just walk up and give out an award, a funny award? Oh no, I won't present either. You won't even give out a Dundee. MC or present. You run into an old friend in the mall. Will you make him laugh? No. See, I oh my know. Done. God. I just keep walking to the food court. The fact that you're going back to places where there's malls just completely weirds me out. I can't remember the last time I was inside of a mall. I'm the same exact way. I always feel a little weird in a mall. I think a few years ago, I went. There was like a, I went to a Bobby's Burger Palace. It was in the mall. I didn't go inside the mall. I just went to the, the eatery. Here's the thing about a mall. A mall makes my skin feel bad the way an indoor pool does. It's terrible, and it smells like weird because it's just. It feels like it's just, it's just, they pump perfume into the place. It's... Yeah, it smells like old people's crotches. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Ron and Fez are looking back. Go over to the Interbang to play uh, the Sporkle game. Uh, my favorite part of it is J-Dubs. Anything with J-Dubs makes me happy. One of my all-time favorites that's ever been a Ron and Fez sideband. Joe Poo on this list? Joe Poo did make the list. <laughs> I eat my own poo. How could you not love Joe? That was his entire act. And um, <laughs> then what happened is he was such a funny caller, we brought him in and uh, started going, Joe, we should uh, do ideas and stuff. And it was be like, uh, I don't know. I don't like ideas. You know, I just like poo. Like, like... Could we do something where people are eating poo? Like he just <laughs> never had a single idea. But he was one of those type of guys at a pitch meeting. Like Chris, come up with an an idea. Okay, let's uh, let's fucking get paintball guns and shoot. That's the- about the dumbest thing I ever heard. What? Everything you say is stupid. Well, what do you got, Joe Poo? <laughs> I like a poo thing. Like there's some, it's like a mound of poo that people are slipping and falling can you, into. Can you get away from the poo? I mean, it's, I know it's in your name. Um, Fez, give us another one of those live reads. Here is one from AshleyMadison.com, where you can find your lovers there. Even Steven, you're on the Ron and Fez show. I was Ronnie just B., it. you're a genius. Thank you. Hey, I, I picked up this chick on AshleyMadison.com. Uh, her, her old man, he's he's like uh, 45 or something, late 40s. She's like 23 years old. She's just now learning how to come. She's been married to this guy. Yeah. He's and I, I'll tell you this. I'm proud of you, Steven. Let's face it. You've got to get out there and get yours. You're like a shark in the water. And what do sharks eat? They eat pussy. They're just going from pussy to pussy to pussy. Now, if another shark has some pussy, guess what you do? You attack and take it. AshleyMadison.com. It's warfare for your cock. AshleyMadison.com. Morality doesn't matter, Fez. Um, the vows of marriage don't matter. What matters? Is that you just keep going from place to place. AshleyMadison.com. It's the number one dating service for married people who are looking for something more. 100% secure, completely anonymous, and right now, it's free to join at AshleyMadison.com. AshleyMadison.com. Davey Mack, maybe that's where you need to be. Maybe so. (laughs) After what you've been through? After what I'm saying? Yes. It sounds like a great website. Because here's the deal. Your wife is home. Taking care of your baby. Right. And another baby's coming. Yeah, she's pregnant. That, that means you deserve a little fun <laughs> on the side. Right. A little AshleyMadison.com. And there's plenty of fish in the sea. Over three million Wait, members at AshleyMadison.com. I'm going to tell you, because I've tried this before. With the fish in the sea, mm-hmm. when you fuck a fish, they're so scaly, you can tear off a nut. Oh. So forget the fish in the sea. Yeah. And look for hot chicks swimming in the sea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thousands- I mean, if you're going to fuck anything in the sea will be a seal. Go ahead. What but, were you saying? I was saying just uh, how thousands of people are turning to AshleyMadison.com every day to have a discreet affair. Right. Discreet Ash- affair. AshleyMadison.com. Join right now. Change your life today. Right now, it's absolutely free to join, and it's guaranteed. AshleyMadison.com. Find your lovers here. Right. Lovers, not fish. Yeah, lovers. Fuzzy, I've switched over to the Jimmy chair. 
Isn't it weird? Like, just, it? well, just being in a different place, it changes your entire outlook on the room. Well, if you were in my place, you would just think Fez had a um, monitor for a head. That's what I've thought anyway, <laughs> since the day I met him. I used to even call him monitor head. That's pretty cool. Yeah. See, this is just like a weird corner that I'm in. It's- yeah, it's strange. I've never sat in that chair. I've sat in, the, in this chair sometimes because uh, Opie has invited me in when, you know, Jimmy's doing a gig or something. And it, Well, that's back when Ant would be in... In that chair, yeah, and it always uh, there's a freedom for me of moving over here, like just moving over three feet. I feel like I'm not responsible for anything. You know what I mean? Like I always have the feeling. Of, well, if it's a bad show, it seems like that's Opie's responsibility. You know, it's just weird that you do this to yourself. When I've sat there, yeah, I've I felt like thrown off because it's always someone's always to my left. So then when someone's to my right. I, it just it, it's very strange when I'm sitting in that chair. I feel like I, I there's too much open space. I feel I, I don't know how to explain it. No, I know what you mean, but we all do this in life. Where I mean, you can live alone and still have a favorite chair that you will sit in, have a chair that you will eat in. Yeah, you know, like we don't want more choices in life. We want less. Yeah, and get the, what's you're comfortable with and stick with it. Freedom from choice. That's what you want. Ron and Fez are looking back. Go over to the Interrobang this week, Fez, and some su- fun stuff for us to play. There's a Ron and Fez supporting Cast Sporkle game up where you have to try to figure out which member of our supporting cast over the years did which thing. I'm just sitting here trying to figure out who Friday Fright was. <laughs> you remember who gave him that name? No, I don't remember who did that. I'm going to be bad at the Sporkle game. It was a very drunken Al Dukes. <laughs> Al Dukes, I always remember that night. He was drunk, and he was like, we had interns, and he's like, I would call this one Friday Fright, because he's so frightened to be in here. And it was like a shy, nervous kid, and when Al Dukes called him Friday Fright, obviously, just like when you're a child... Anything will stick, the first nickname that comes up. And the kid, I could see the look of horror on his face as being called Friday Fright because he probably was a guy who worried that he was too shy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, if you were, like, one of those guys, like, with a birthmark on your face, you don't want anyone to bring it up. Don't ever. Yeah, and then someone gets drunk and, hey, we should call him Birth Marthy, you know? And he's like, no, that's the exact thing I didn't want to bring up. The entire psyche should get shattered. Hey, I just noticed you got chicken legs. No. But Al Dukes, we used to drink every Friday, and Al Dukes... Could get drunk so fat, like for being the straightest guy, he was always the drunkest guy, because he would get drunk so fast. Like he just a couple of drinks and he was bombed. Yeah, and no idea how to play the maintain game. Oh God! You know what I mean? Like he didn't, he didn't understand maintenance at all. He just went from sober to blasted, and then kept stayed in blasted town. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's exactly right. He fucking kept a second apartment. In Blasted Town. So there's other stuff up on the Interrobang this week, Fez. There's also Black Earl Douglas looks back at the Ron and Fez show and his memories of his time with us. Looks back in anger is what it could be called. <laughs> wow. I remember the day he quit. I remember that weirdness. When he read oh, his... Oh, uh, God. When he read his, I guess, prepared statement was what it was. Uh, 
Anytime that you get off the radio train, it's so hard to get back on the radio train. And Earl had already, you know, he had left CBS and went to us. And now you had two major companies that he had left that both thought that he was a weirdo. And that becomes a problem for you. And, yeah. And the day he quit, he was coming over to Sirius to have a meeting with, I think, Steve Leeds or the booking department or something. And they were like, why are you still coming over here? You quit. Because he felt like he had ideas. And he's like, I know this is going to happen. And he told them the big thing of like, I don't want to work for Rana Fez, but I do want to work for RBI. I do want to keep doing the interviews. And uh, they just looked at him like he was bananas. They're like, we have no problem getting interviews. I don't know whether you've ever seen the, the names that we bring in here. We have an entire department dedicated to this. And for the longest time after Earl left with his crazy announcement, we would have to make a call to security first to make sure they knew Earl was coming or he wouldn't have been allowed in the building. It had to get checked out from the head of security. Well, a lot of our friends can't get through security now, Fez. I don't know whether you noticed that. It's a long PNG list. You'll be turning in your key card when this is over. I don't know if we'll be able to get you back in. But I, somebody you know, uh, was talking to me about Earl not too long ago, and I don't want to say who. It's Steve Leeds. But at the end of just a conversation, I'm like, no, he's with Hard Rock Johnny. He's doing good. And he goes like this. Well, I hope that he gets the help that he needs. Oh, my God. Um, and like what people keep saying about Fez of, I hope that he finds peace. I've never heard that said by, about any living person. (laughs) People say that about dead, but there my, my father at like 88 is saying, I just hope Fez finds peace. And I'm like, This is more insulting, I think, than if everyone just said, hey, that Fez is Looney Tunes, and he's got his thumb up his ass while he's holding on to his tongue. It does sound like uh, the the dead person phrase, he's in a better place. Do you feel like you're mad, Fez? Um, I, I, yeah, I feel a little bit crazy, yeah. Do you know what I thought was the saddest statement that you ever made? What's that? Uncle Todd is coming home. It just seemed, it seemed great if you're saying that for Christmas. You know what I mean? But that, yeah, to me, a permanent thing, it almost felt like, why is Uncle Todd over here again? Doesn't he have anything to do? Doesn't he have his own stuff? Um, but I hope, I do hope you find peace, Fess. Thank you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> There's only one. That, you know, that finding peace is not a physical place, right? Yeah, it's a There's mental that, and emotional thing. You're on the nose there. But there is no peace town. That You know what? I found it. It's right here in South Georgia. Nothing peace. bad happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's really just pleasant all the time. Ron and Fez are looking back. Uh, feel free to go over to the Interbank. Post up, ask questions, uh, come up with stuff. I know there's a lot of rumors on the internet where I will go. Yeah, the only person who hasn't asked me about any of the rumors, the big cat. Really? Yeah, not one big, not not no. one. 
Not even like a like a an allusion to it. Like nothing at all. And that made me figure out why I'm not him. So why would he be interested in what was happening next? No one ever says, I hope Ron finds peace. Well, that would just be weird. <laughs> oh, Ron finds a sad piece if you know what I'm saying. Getting that strange. It's getting some of that strange, <laughs> bud. Smoking strange, bud. Peel me off a piece of that tree. <laughs> <laughs> There's a barbershop that you can go to. You say, I'd like some trim, please. You know what I'm saying? Take, put the scissors down. I'm looking for trim. I'm looking for the special. The special trim. I'm going to take a trip around the world. <laughs> I can't find my baby. Can I get a half and half? I'm more of a half and half guy. <laughs> I'm not in the back room, please. Um, <laughs> Fez, what other library do you want to... I noticed that you went your shoulders down on this, and I want you to have a fun week. I want this to be peace for you this week. I will try to find peace as we look back at the Ron and Fez show. Here's one from pajamagram.com. It's Sunday, bloody Sunday, Fez. That's this Mother's Day, Sunday, bloody Sunday. This is not a rebel song, Fez. It's Sunday, bloody Sunday. This Mother's Day, treat your mom or wife to some well-deserved relaxation. Send the softest gift to thank her for doing the hardest job. Spoil her with a pajamagram. She is going to love it. Overnight and Saturday delivery are guaranteed. Leave the news today. I can take a Visit pajamagram.com. All right, 1-800-GIVE-PJs. That's one 1- one eight hundred give PJs at pajamagram.com. We can be as one tonight. Treat mom to just a little peace and quiet and relaxation. It's a gift that just makes sense, folks. This Sunday is Mother's Day. This Sunday. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Pajamagram.com. You can surprise mom. You can have these delivered at her home or office. And you can even get them delivered this Saturday. Make sure you're ready for Mother's Day, okay? It's a perfect idea. Who has one? This is all about pajamas for mom, people. The number. One eight hundred. Give PJs. Mother's Day is this Sunday. Sunday. Don't forget, Mom. Take care of this now. How long must we sing this song? How long? How long? Or go to the website, pajamagram.com. We can be as one tonight. Did I, <laughs> did I mention the Bath, Body, and Spa products? Tonight. Tonight. 
Of that. I remember this so clearly. As you guys are singing, you and Dave are singing Sunday, Bloody Sunday, Dave picks up one of the Ron and Fez banners and starts waving it around in the studio <laughs> like it was a flag. And it was just <laughs> us. It was just <laughs> no, it wasn't on video or anything. I just looking through the booth window, just like laughing my balls off. And just, it, was, it was so such a vivid memory. Now, there's a couple of things that are funny about that. First of all, it lasted longer than a U2 song. <laughs> Two, if you go back and listen to that, Watley is the one who put so little into it. The guy doing the live read got almost zero information out. I guess this was for a YouTube best of this live read. I mean, I want to buy why it now. Was, why, why did the YouTube come into it? Because Mother's Day was going to be that Sunday, and it was going Sunday, to be... Sunday! Sunday! Pajamagram! But, but see, here's the thing. When you go in to know and don't stay with your live read, you give it up for the company. <laughs> there was so little copy read in that six minute of, of weirdness. Yeah. It was just pretty much just a song playing and screaming. It was great. Um... So this is Ron and Fez looking back. There's all kinds of stuff up on the Interabang if you want to keep up with us. Uh, and the uh, thank you and more to the Ron and Fez show. 
A lot of people have been writing their thoughts in the uh, comment section, which is incredibly nice. Um, people that I haven't talked to in years are trying to get in in touch uh, with us. Uh, Fez, um, names that we worked with, people that we've known in different markets. Um, and most of the, a lot of people are asking me what I'm doing next, and nobody believes that Fez has quit radio. Yes, I am retired. You're listening to a best of right now. I am retired. And that was all I have to say about it. Is, why do you always say that? Um, since we're doing a looking back, mm -hmm. why would you ever say, and that's all I got? Or that, that's all I have to say about that? It's the only thing that would pop in my head. But why? I don't know. Just goes blank. But even the, when you knew that that became a thing that people were going to bust on you back? Yeah, I, I just couldn't help it. It was the only thing I could think of. You really think that you can't help it? Y yeah. But you don't say that in regular life, do you? Like you wouldn't be at a store, somebody making small talk, and then you would say, and that's all I have to say about that? No. So why? Well, I, you did, I, I, I don't know. See, for me, I never see the difference between doing this and when we were sitting outside talking. You know, does it feel different for you, Chris? Not real. I mean, there's technology and shit around us, but other than that, it's... I mean, the fact that we have these weird things that we're playing now that I have almost zero recollection of. <laughs> um, I got to tell you this, Chris. So, what's his name says to me, Flatheads, writes... Uh, Remember that time in South Florida when you have Keanu Reeves on and we took a coffee break. A coffee break is... It's code. That's code. <laughs> okay. See if you can guess what a coffee break was. All right, I'm trying. I'll try to work um, that out. And he did that spot where he said... Now, he supposedly cut a promo for us. According to Flats, every time I'm in South Florida, I gack up with Ron and Ron. <laughs> Where's that audio? Where so is it? I write back to him. I go, you're nuts. You met Keanu on the street. And he goes, no, bro. He came in with two guys from General Hospital. His band, Dogstar, uh... Opened at the edge for Weezer. And then Henry Rollins came in talking about Keanu. Uh, and he said, I heard that dumbass was just here. He said, um, I have great memory of all of it. And I'm like, you're fucking crazy. I would have remembered that. Somebody who cut a promo who says, I gack up with Ron and Ron. How you can never a never lose that audio. I mean that that would be the greatest piece of promo ever. I'm I'm going to on one of these look back things try to get a hold of Flats, and we'll battle out this story because I don't <laughs> believe it for a second. Um, let's play let's play a Carbonite that we were doing um, when the great Jay Moore was in with us. Jay Moore. First of all, makes radio. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care whether he's on our show, ONA's show. They doesn't matter where he walks in. He comes in to kill every single time. So this is Jay Moore on a live read 
for us for Carbonite. Carbonite.com. If you have a computer, you got a laptop, bad things can happen. You can lose your computer files. Back them up with Carbonite at Carbonite.com. And if you don't believe Fez, uh, you will believe uh, Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel will tell you why you should have Carbonite.com. You have to have Carbonite. <laughs> if you don't go to Carbonite.com, you are doing a disservice. <laughs> don't call me a fucking rat. <laughs> I'm not a fucking rat. I go to Carbonite.com. Maybe you're the fucking rat. Will you just calm down a little bit? Rub some water on your face. Feel better. <laughs> if we could just get in touch with Joe. Joe would know what to do. What the fuck was Joe thinking? To hire that maniac. Bang! 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 It was like a goddamn shooting gallery. Who's going to be okay? Say the goddamn words. Carbonite.com! <laughs> All right. Carbonite, Fez. it's automatic. You I don't get it. it. <laughs> I mean, I understand you, Fez. Right. I don't get where Harvey Cartel's coming from. Well, once you set it up, it does the work. It backs up your files while you work without slowing your computer down. I've been dodging bullets since I was 16. <laughs> I'm fucking blessed. You know, this guy, he'll, he'll blow up your house with your family in it. Good. He'd be doing me a fucking favor. Carbonite. Am I wrong? There's no jobs in this town, are there? That was a little Sam Waterston from Law and Order. That was beautiful. Let me tell you something. Are we supposed to let this man walk, counselor? <laughs> Sam Waterston with my perfect bangs? <laughs> In the last three years of Law and Order, everything I say, I end on an upswing and shake my head a little bit. <laughs> Is that what we're supposed to let the jury believe, counselor? See? So you mean Carbonite? Yeah, Carbonite. Recovering your lost <laughs> files is easy with Carbonite. You get your files back with just a few clicks. And if your computer's destroyed, Carbonite can help you transfer your irreplaceable files to a new computer. Fuzzy, even Chris Penn enjoys uh, Carbonite. I'll tell you, when I first learned about Carbonite, there was a shine broad worked at one of Daddy's clubs. Her name was Lady E. And she was about to suck my dick, and she said, hey, hold on a minute. Have you ever heard about Carbonite.com out of the fucking blue to rip us off? Why do you let Carbonite.com tell you what really happened? What the hell for? That lump of shit's working for the LAPD. Joe. I don't know what you think you know, but you're wrong. He's a good kid. He got shot in the gut. It's my fault. He got shot in the fucking gut. He's a cop, and he's a piece of shit. <laughs> you want to hear a story? Five guys in a bullpen at San Quentin. <laughs> How'd we get here? What'd we do wrong? Get the picture? Why, ask me why you have to be Mr. Pink, Ronnie. Why do you have to be Mr. Pink? Because you're a fucking faggot, oh, right? Jeez, <laughs> this has nothing to do with Carbonite. Carbonite, no. it's affordable. <laughs> Less than $5 a month, that's for unlimited backup. You can try it free, no credit card required. It's the smart insurance policy for your irreplaceable data. Ronnie, you're like a foodie, right? You like the sure, food network. I like a little bit of food. Well, sure. What do you think Ina Gartner, the barefoot contestant, would think about oh, this? Oh, I have no idea. You should ask her, <laughs> Yeah. Maybe. Ina Garden, what do you think of the um, of the Carbonite? I love Carbonite.com. Just don't tell Jeffrey while I'm gone. <laughs> don't have too much fun without me. Yeah.
<laughs> Look at that. You make a chicken and a man shows up. <laughs> Go to How bad could that be, Fez? <laughs> Go to Carbonite.com. Enter offer code XM to start your free trial. Get two free months if you wow. decide to buy. Yeah. The Food Network is way larger than anyone. Isn't that odd? Right? If I'm a Food Network executive today listening to the show, I just double all advertising costs. <laughs> yeah. It's like they, they, they know. They care. It's That's like good. lobster bisque, except they turn it up a notch. <laughs> Although, I'll tell you who really does uh, like the Carbonite. And that's Tracy Morgan. I love carbonite.com. <laughs> that's the only thing that can hurt Superman. <laughs> carbonite. Fesmarie Watley. I love it. That's carbonite.com. Thank Off- you, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> Offer code XM. You can try it free today. How long is this read? Yeah, it goes on. Little, it's supposed to be 60 seconds. It's been six minutes now. Mm. What can I get for free from carbonite.com? <laughs> I don't even know what they sell. I, I cannot understand it. Ashley Madison, I know exactly what they sell. <laughs> carbonite.com. Try it free today. What's that mean? We can try it free. But try what free? You what can, is it? It's a recovery system for your computer files. It backs up your files. Backs up means you take your files and give them to a stranger. It's true. It's got well, a good it's point. all encrypted. From them? What? Yes. It's du- really? they, so they it's can't double even encrypted, get it open? Like at banks. But they, they can't get it open? No, they can get it open. Well, what the fuck? I can't give them my porn, my kitty porn. My comp- they I dropped- probably don't want that. I drop, yeah. So who are they to say? I dropped my computer and it hit the right spot on the computer where it's just it's gone. Yeah. And uh, a buddy of mine goes, "I'll take it into the Mac store with you, and they'll just replace all your files and take it out." I said, "You know what? Why don't you give me a new computer?" <laughs> I don't want them looking at every website I went on. So yeah, I, I I'm not saying I'd stay away from it because they're a hell of a sponsor. But uh, I, I think they're a fantastic imagine. group of people. They are. And um, they're the Carbonite gang. <laughs> is it a good night? Na- is it a good name though? Carbonite? Uh, it should have been Kryptonite. <laughs> here's here's uh, Mike. Mike, you're on Fez. Did you like Watchmen, Fez? You guys gonna bust balls all day? You're gonna sell some Carbonite? You're barking like a couple little sissy dogs. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> what was that? Because I didn't catch it. I said, are you gonna bark all day? Or are you gonna sell some goddamn Carbonite? <laughs> That's fucking you great. You motherfucker! <laughs> That was fucking great. Awesome, dude. Hey, Jay. Hi. This is Mike, man. Big fan. Michael you know, Madsen, literally. Yeah. I have one one problem, though. You know, when you go walking. Don't embarrass yourself. I have to say, you have to kick up the inflection. You, you know, here was the deal. You were so dead on, you should have fucking hung up and left a legend. Ah! You should have left a legend. You were a hero until you said, hey, Jay. We don't even know what your name is anymore, Paul. <laughs> I'm dying over here. What's that? I'm dying what you, over here. What are you, are you doing? Are you a doctor? I'm dying over here. Are you a doctor? I've been shot in the stomach. Look, what are you doing? You're sh- he's doing Tim Roth well. That's Tim Roth? That's Tim, uh, no, that's Tim Roth. That's Barney Gumble. <laughs> doing right, do Tim it. Roth. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it with you. I'm dying over here, Homer. Look. Homer. Simpsons characters. I don't wow, just... you fell on Aerosmith. <laughs> that guy, uh, no, you're all right just doing Tim. No, just do Tim Roth. You got it. Don't, I'm don't... dying over here. That's not Tim Roth. Look, kid, you shot in the gut. It I, hurts. I've been shot. It hurts bad. Aside from the kneecap, the gut is the most painful place you could be shot. But you don't die from your wounds. It, hurts it takes bad. days. This is terrible. Are this you a doctor? Was... Are you a doctor? No, I'm not a doctor. What the hell is that? <laughs> what? I hold Kermit the Frog here for Sesame Street News, and here I am at the house of Dave McDonald. That, that, was, uh, that was Tim Roth, ladies and gentlemen. How'd you like my Kermit, Dave? Uh, 
It was all right. You Tim mean. Roth was great, though, right? Ah, uh, well, you fell out of those, my farmer. <laughs> <laughs> what other impression do you do, Dave? Why don't you do Paul Revere, get on your horse and get the hell out of here? <laughs> that was a good one, man. Jay Moore, the great Jay Moore. Did you do any impressions? I do a Tony the Tiger laugh. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> That's amazing. They still make uh, those flakes anymore? Yeah, Frosted Flakes still on the shelves. They're called Frosted still? Yep. Because I remember when they, you know, they had to drop any kind of, it sounds like sugar. Yeah, God forbid a child has some sugar. They yeah. did drop that part. It was Sugar Frosted Flakes. So now we're just supposed to assume they're frosted with something healthy. Yeah, they're frosted with vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> Worst name for a cereal ever, King Vitamin. That was a cereal. That was yeah. a cereal. Have breakfast with the king. King vitamin. That's disgusting. Um, we got to go to a break here. It's Ron and Fez looking back. By the way, stay in touch with us at theinterabang dot com. Theinterabang dot com. Um, you can throw stuff in for hashtag goodbye Ron and Fez. Tuesday was Earl looks back at Ron and Fez. And today is all the Ron and Fez side characters, the supporting cast of Ron and Fez. This is a sporkle contest that you put together, Fez? Yeah, so you have to try to figure out which member of our supporting cast through all the different eras of the Ron and Fez show. All right, without giving any of them away that are in the actual test. Give me like a fake test question right now. All right. Um, let's see. Who was it that um, had his own porn segment on the Ron and Fez show? Uh, that was an easy one. That was Bronx Johnny. Right. Do you remember his song? Yes, I do. We got to play uh, some of that. We got to play one of those segments this week. Okay, I'll if we haven't already, by the way, because I don't know what we've done, because we're doing this piecemeal over last weekend. Uh, but also, we, at some point, we got to get a hold of Flathead to see whether Keanu Reeves ever said, "When I'm in South Florida, I gack up with Ron and Ron." I got to hear that story. I find it hard to believe. I mean, John Wick. That'd be awesome. That's all you know him as, is I, John Wick. From now on, he's just John Wick to me. You love that what, movie? I I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did, but I really enjoyed it. Well, it reminded you of old school action movies, which we kind of don't make anymore. Yeah, it, and it was just fuck. It got right into why he's fucking so crazy and who he has to kill like within five minutes of the movie starting. Uh, we got another Sleeve song to tie it in with something here, right? Yeah, for Petty Stock Chaser. Penny, he, this is a song that Sleeves did for Penny. Penny Stock Chaser, Penny, Penny Stock, Stock Chaser. Chaser. Going up on the iBang today. If you've ever enjoyed any of the live reads, 
I just got word from uh, the central office that they're going to put those up. Um, Fez, we'll break here, and let's come back and just run some of these in a row. Which ones do you want to run? Uh, I'd love to hear some more I-57 Ignites. And you're going to get your wish nice. come true. We'll break right back with more uh, of these live reads as Ron and Fez look back. More on, more Fez. This is the best of Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Comedy Hits, Channel 99. The bits that were marginally better than the rest. You're listening to the best of Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Comedy Hits, Channel 99. It's the Ron and Fez Show. We look back at the Ron and Fez Show over the years. Here's some more live reads for I-57 Ignite. I-57 Ignite. I'm trying to get Earl into this. Earl, are you excited about the I-57 Ignite? It sounds really cool because he has this uh, all-natural Brazilian herb, Chateau and Kelly and founder Kelly Lockwood said it's better than ephedra. This is where I miss Fez the most. When we get into a live read situation like this, and the reason why you can't keep up, Earl, because you're not going to focus. You need an I-57 Ignite. It's going to make you focus like a laser, where you would be able to look over at Dave. Right now, I can look at Dave. I can count his freckles. Why? I-57 Ignite, it gives me the focus of an autistic kid. I'm able to sit down. I've counted every stripe that he has. I've seen every uh, little piece of dirt that's all over his clothes. Right now? 58,000 of those. That's how filthy he is. Like he's an unmade bed. I-57 Ignite. You'll have the focus, Earl, to do a live read. Now, we're going to listen to you. Don't make a mistake. It'll be like a rocket boost, and you'll be going all day and all night if you want with I-57 Ignite available now at CVS Pharmacies. I-57 Ignite is being used. Focus, Earl. I-57 Ignite is being used now by top models and super athletes to help get that extra energy boost that they need. You can pick up I-57. You want to try to talk about I-57 Ignite with a little bit of passion. You seem like a zombie reading. Take an I-57 Ignite. Bring your life back in. Bring your focus back in. You can pick up I-57 Ignite. Don't laugh at me, Earl. I'm not laughing. Focus on yourself. I-57 Ignite. I want you to read the copy. Uh, Don't open with awe. You sound like a crazy person. Founder Kelly Lockwood said it is better than ephedra, and you can pick it up at your local CVS pharmacies, and you'll be the judge. Did you say Locklear? Lockwood. Did he not say Locklear? Locklear. And what did he use as the first name? Heather. You called him Heather Locklear. You said Heather Locklear came up with I-57 Ignite. Kelly Lockwood said it's better than ephedra. And who needs ephedra when you have I-57 Ignite? You can take it and get ignited. It's amazing. No ephedra, no problem. Now there's I-57. Have you taken any of these? I took one earlier. You did? Yes. Time to swear to Jesus. I can't swear to Jesus. So Okay. That's why he's doing so poorly. He's doing so poorly two reasons, Dave. One, he's a, he's a damn liar. Two, he doesn't take the I-57 Ignite, so he doesn't read the copy properly. Earl, look at yourself in the mirror and say, where did I go wrong? I-57 Ignite. Do not end up like Earl. Take some and rise to the top. Don't fall down into uh, the mediocre Earl places. Get I-57. Get ignited with I-57 Ignite. 
If you used a Fedra and now you can't find it, here's good news. Here comes I-57 Ignite. Fezzy, I-57 Ignite, there's nothing like it. I got on the I-57 Ignite. I enjoy it. As a matter of fact, uh, Shell took some today. Uh, also, Lily took some today. And um, Crazy Bill took some as well. All four of us doing I-57 Ignite. We learned to knit. We have now knitted a blanket that could fit over this building. All within one day. Why? The power, the energy of I-57 Ignite. I-57 Ignite. It's the all-natural Brazilian herb in I-57 Ignite. Put that down. All right, Lily just stabbed herself in the eye with a knitting needle. Uh Uh-oh. She thinks it feels good, but I think she's a little wired. Shut up, Bougre. It's that all-natural herb in I-57 Ignite that gives you the energy boost. That's according to founder Kelly Lockwood, who's saying it's better than ephedra. I-57 Ignite, if you really love knitting, this is the way to learn how. But sometimes you get a little wired and you'll stick the knitting needle in your eye. Hey, you take the good with the bad, don't you? I-57, put it down. I-57 Ignite, there's nothing like it. You can pick up I-57 Ignite at your local CVS pharmacy or online at myi57.com and be the judge for yourself. Pick up I-57 Ignite with Shada Bougre. No ephedra, no problem. Now there's I-57 Ignite. Get ignited with I-57 Ignite. Those are some of the I-57 live reads that we've done over the years. For some reason, people always go back and focus on the weird era of live reads. Uh, Chris Stanley, what was your favorite? Um, This is a favorite of mine with luminance. This was a weight loss supplement that you took so you could lose weight while you slept. I don't remember luminance at all. I remember this live read, and it's a great one. Luminance, it is the ultimate maximum strength nighttime weight loss formula. There's the key words there, people. Nighttime. Most weight loss drugs, they get you all amped up, they get you jittery, they get you shaky. Not Luminance. Luminance works the exact opposite way. It actually helps you get a good night's sleep. You're not going to be up bouncing off the walls or your eyeballs shaking back and forth in your head. With Luminance and its all natural ingredients, you're going to be getting a good night's sleep and when you go to sleep from luminance, then your metabolism goes to work. It helps your metabolism kick in. And with luminance, it's going to help you get a good night's sleep. You're going to wake up refreshed and losing weight. I took some luminance on my eyes, slanted like a Chinese person. Luminance, if you want some rest, this is... You know why? I've also been eating a lot of rice and raw fish. Well, luminance is going to... Straight out of the aquarium. Luminance gets the metabolism going without getting you going out of your skin. That's the best part about it. And right now you can... What's with the Asian eyes? Um, that I'm not Pretty sure about. Pretty Asian eyes. Pretty Asian eyes. Maybe you were just nodding off in the luminance. I don't get it. We are Siamese, if you please. We are Siamese, if you don't please. Luminance, you can try it really. Luminance, okay. it tastes good when I come. Every time I see Fezzy mix. <laughs> luminance. Me like you, Luminance. It tastes good. There is no tie-in between Luminance and Chinese eyes. You can try it. You know what they, they say? What? All the best cowboys have Chinese eyes. You know who said that? No, I don't. Really? No, I don't. Okay. Mm-mm. 
Nobody else is very familiar with a little band called The Who and their guitar player. <laughs> well, Luminance, you can... Well, t- who's the guitar player for The Who? Um, that is... Uh, three seconds! Uh, three seconds! Pete Townsend. Sorry, you did it in three and a half. <laughs> well, he had a little, uh, an album uh, called uh, All the Best Cowboys Have Chinese Eyes. And you know what the number one song on there was? No. Luminance Front. Luminance Front. <laughs> it's a put-on. It's a put-on. It's a put-on. What? Come and listen. Fez is doing reads. This is Luminance the Luminance nighttime. Front. The nighttime weight loss formula. It's front. It's a put on. It's a put on. Try it risk free. Here's the phone number. What? Slit skirts. Janie never wears those slit skirts. The number is 1-800-430-7765. That's 1-800-430-7765. Luminance is safe and effective. I took some luminance. The next morning I could bench 560 pounds. All right, well, Luminance is going to help you with weight loss and getting a good night's sleep. It's not designed to add strength. Well, don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. The day before, I could, st- I could bench the same thing. Fucking power bench. <laughs> Here's Fez's song. Go ahead, Fez. Do you read? Luminance. The ultimate weight loss bedtime warrior. Ultimate warrior. All my warriors. It is the nighttime weight loss drug. Get the rest you deserve. What if you work third shift? You can still use it when you go to sleep. Get the rest you deserve and try Luminance today risk-free. Here's the number again. 1-800-430-7765. That's 1-800-430-7765. Luminance. Luminance. If you want to get illuminated. Or you can go to the website. Miller and Stone. Miller's Crossing. Miller and Stone. Did they do the movie Miller's Crossing? No, they didn't. Mistake. Great Great movie. Great movie, Luminance. Seriously, Lumi. Here's when I cried. When Luminance got killed. Oh, yeah. Look in the yard! I'm eating Luminance! Look in the yard! You might not have got killed, though. You should rewatch Luminance Crossing. You might have survived it. Did you ever watch the fucking last scene? He gets killed. He said that he does it twice, I'm saying. He does it in the woods. Yeah, and then he got fucking killed. That's right. Alright, that's a People luminance. Forget. That's a movie. Luminance is the ultimate. He's Fez Watley. It's the ultimate nighttime well, weight loss formula. People forget. Try it today by going to Miller and People Stone. People forget about Fez Watley. Dot com for luminance. And Fezzy forgets. And just know Fezzy that you're, forgets. you're not going to have the shakes. It's so nice to be able to take Luminance a, front. a diet drug. Luminance front. Ow. Luminance front. Ow. Luminance Don't throw front. stuff at me. I'm talking about Luminance front. Luminance has nothing to do with that. Me like Luminance! Luminance front! Luminance front! Luminance, not ruminant. Wow! It's a put on! 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 It's a put
You're going to get the rest you deserve. Oh, stop it, voice whore. Let's do Fez naked dancing to this again. What do you what did they pay you a million dollars? How long do they get a fucking read for? Sixty seconds, right? Yes. Then get it in in sixty. It's like a seven minute read for luminance. Well, there was talk of Miller's crossing. Well, uh, tighten it up. Do some editing. Look at the fucking stupid drumming that Dave's does. <laughs> It's kind of like a Casey in the Sunshine band yeah. type of deal. I think to drum like that, you would need two different drum kits. I did. I had some. He doesn't know that that happens. This is a four tom, by the way, over here. And now I'm hitting the snare over here. So I'm going, boom. Luminance front. Put on, put on, put on. Luminance sucks. Front. <laughs> Luminous sucks. Luminous sucks. Put on. Put on. It's a put on. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a little break? Uh, a great song. Yeah. What more are you going to do? So much better than Rough Boys. Rough Boys is a little gay. <laughs> I want to bite and kiss you. That was, okay. uh, yeah, that was the gay, gay period. You ever hear that song, Rough Boys? No, I don't think I did. Reminds me of you. <laughs> Fez never would react to the gay stuff back then. Nothing ever offended you with the gay stuff. Fez, did you uh, remember when YNF did the thing for the who? You weren't there yet, right? No, I wasn't part of that. No. How? You know, we were... So you came in a lot later into the Ron and Ron show than I always think. Yeah. And you the, came in after we were already big and established, right? Yeah. Yeah. You were already Ron and Ron. Yeah, and, but I mean, that that show had already popped and took off. Yeah. And then there was a lot of things like I just wasn't part... Like, I wasn't in, so ingrained with the show yet that I just wasn't part of That's for a while. so weird. We got to talk about that. At some other point, if we're going to go, uh, or maybe we already have talked about that. We could have. On where we are in this week. But until you said that, because I remember we had brought the Who out at this show, and like people were going crazy. And, um, you know, the guys from the Who were like, what's this all about? We're just, they're just supposed to introduce us. Like, they, they don't like if anything happens outside of that. But I, but that also reminds me of this. I had never been a big fan of that song, Eminence Front. And, um, cause I thought it was like a little bit of cheap funk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They did that fucking song that night and they'd given us front row tickets. I couldn't, it was like my favorite song of the night. Up to that point, it had been like my least favorite Who song. But uh, but it's also true, you didn't know it then, and you were not understanding now, that Pete Townsend honestly did put out a an album in the early 80s called 
all the best cowboys have Chinese eyes. And it got zero backlash. Like, there was no one offended in 1982. And you know if you put that out now, everybody would be furious. It'd be a freak out. Yeah. <laughs> He'd never be able to work again. It, it's that. That's the you heard the song "Slit Skirts." I'm sure the single, right? Yeah, uh-huh. That came off of that album, and I remember always thinking, "Hey, what a cool title!" You know what I mean? Like, rather than saying that all the best cowboys squint, you know? Yeah, it's cool. Uh, no, not today. Not in 2015. They'd be furious about it. I want to get back later, Fez. So you say you were involved with the Ron and Ron show, but weren't invited to everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that who show, that stadium show. Yeah, uh, being in town, and I knew you guys were going to do something, but I wasn't any part of that night. Wow, can you believe that, Chris? Doesn't it seem weird to say? That's really wild. I remember once, and I can't remember what this big event was, or why we were on stage with it, but we had this big '95 YNF guitar that all the bands would play. And it was, it just said like, I bet if you put 95 YNF guitar into Google, it'll show up. Well, why don't I just say this? We'll like, we'll put it up on our Twitter right now so you can see this dumb guitar. Not, not there at all. It was shaped in the call letters, right? Okay. So I forget who we were on stage at this really big event. It was probably Stranger we were doing it with, but there was some other big headliner outside with thousands of people. So I went out on stage and was like pretending I was playing the guitar. And by the end of it, I was so fucking blown up because the guitar was big. But I remember we're walking back to the limo and a drunk young Fez Watley was there. I'm like, Fez, what are you doing here? And you said that you drove out just to see how we would do. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I could remember what the event was. But yeah, that was another time where I wasn't invited. That was just a showing up thing. So it was a long time before you felt like you were part of the runaround show. Yeah, and before it was like um, any sort of thing of you need to be there or you know what, or me even feeling the nerve to say, "Hey, I'll be there." Was it? Did was it until we started the network where you felt like? You were a major player? Yeah, I would think so, yeah. So the entire time of YNF, you never felt like a major player? No, because I, I had like an afternoon job at the radio station. Yeah, I. but that would have been years into it. That's fascinating to me. I mean, that's like some of the shit that we never think of, of you being on the show, but not being thought to be invited to dinner or whatever. <laughs> Weird to me. Weird to me. All right. I brought up earlier with Flathead and the Keanu Reeves story and Flathead claiming that we had a promo that Keanu Reeves <laughs> said, every time I'm in South Florida, I gack up with Ron and Ron. Uh, we got Flats on the line. Flats, not hey, only do I not believe this story. But I also think, I remember you telling me another Keanu story. Why can't I hear the flat man? Hold on. Let me try him again. (laughs) Flats, do we got you? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Bring it up so I can hear him. Now, Flats, you tell your version of the Keanu Reeves story. Okay. um, He came into the studio with two guys. 
from General Hospital. They had a band called Dog Star, and they were playing at the Edge that night, uh, opening for Weezer. And so we went to break, and you and I were headed to the production room, and Kiana said, where are you going? And I said, coffee break. He said, what kind of coffee? And I said, you know. And he goes, can I go? So when you were already back there, I came in, and he was behind me, and you looked at me. I shrugged my shoulders, put, put out three rails, and then we went back outside, and the guy says, where were you? And he goes, I, I went for a coffee break. He, the guys go, what kind of coffee? He goes, you know. And then after the show, he did that spot. You had to run it a thousand times because the I, funny part was people didn't believe it. You know what I mean? That it actually. I, now, I'm going to ask you, Fez. Fez, have you ever met Keanu Reeves in your life? Um, No. And I don't ever have any recollection of meeting Keanu Reeves. I'm saying this wow. story couldn't have happened. Now, I thought that maybe you met him on the street. Because I remember one time you said, Keanu Reeves goes to the plate like us. <laughs> I do remember that statement. <laughs> but I don't remember him ever being in, in studio. And then you said you have a Henry Rollins memory with this. Yeah, because about one week or two weeks later, Henry Rollins came in. And he says, hey, I heard that dumbass Keanu was here. And I got offended. I said, what are you talking about? He's a nice guy. And he goes, he's a, he's a moron. I go, oh, man, that doesn't make him a bad guy. No, I don't remember meeting Henry Rollins until I was in New York. Yeah, I don't remember Henry Rollins till XM. Ronnie, you had to get between me and Henry Rollins. What? We were going to fight. <laughs> First of all, we were going to fight. I've been in between flats and a lot of people before. This is always some, but I don't remember these stories at all. And I'm look. I know that I my memory from a lot of the South Florida, Mid Florida, and Northern Florida is a little hazy. But I think I remember Keanu Reeves. That w and it would be easy to remember. Ron had to step in between a fight between Flathead and Henry Rollins over Keanu Reeves. It would not be easy for me to remember. It might be easy. I, I will always use you for that memory. But these are cloudy, cloudy times for me. Well, what, fog of war, Henry if you will. Was, when Henry was going live, he wanted to talk about his spoken word tour. And the fact that he turned down a million-dollar endorsement deal in Japan. And when you asked him why, he said, because I don't believe in alcohol, what it does to people. And I said to him, well, I used to listen to Black Flag, and all your songs are about violence. Do you believe in violence? And he came after me, and you had to get in between us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cloudy. Yeah. Cloudy. Yeah, it was really, really funny. I mean, it was punches being thrown and fuck you, though, fuck you. <laughs> it was Jesus, man. Oh, shit. See, this yeah. is why I hate looking back, because I can see how much I either missed <laughs> or never happened and should have happened. Either way. Yeah, it seems like the the, the Miami days are the, are, the, are the lost tapes or something. <laughs> There are a lot of lost time. But any time that I was with Flat is fairly lost. <laughs> yeah, right? Like the David Bowie concert when the lesbian wanted to fight me. <laughs> a lot of fights. Yeah. 
Anytime that you go out, let me just tell tell you this. Anytime that you go out with flats, A, it lasts 48 hours longer than you thought. (laughs) Minimum. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you go out, like, flats says, let's go out to dinner on a Friday night. Around Tuesday, you're saying, seriously, flat. I think, you know, we ought to just wrap this up. I know that you're waiting for this other guy to answer, but we're into this deep. And then there is something about Flat that he, like, if you like him, you're like, that's, oh, that's funny, Flat. But if you haven't met him, you're like, that's really insulting, Flat. <laughs> like the baseball game? <laughs> oh, no. Remember when I, I smacked the ball out of the girl's hands with the wheelchair and didn't know it? <laughs> I don't remember any of this. You don't? It's all Ronnie, kind of we weird. Went, we went to the Reds Marlins game and our seats were down on the field. We had to go through the Reds bullpen to get to our seats. And we went to the bathroom and when we came back, we were walking down the steps. One of the bullpen guys threw a ball, and I thought it was going to hit us, and I smacked it down and kept walking. We went to our seat, and all these people are booing, and you said, you looked at me and said, do you know what you just did? And I said, no. What? He goes, look at the big screen. There I am knocking the ball down. (laughs) The guy's throwing a ball to the father of this little girl in a wheelchair, and uh, I'm stunned. And you go, everybody hates you. And I'm, is, yeah. I, I can't say a word. And you said, flat. It's the first time I've ever seen you speechless. You know, th- these so the are always day, uh, curb your enthusiasm minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, if these stories got written up. Um, all right, so flat claims that story's true. I have zero recollection, like, about a lot of shit. And... Fez, you don't recall it at all. I don't recall that. I don't recall the gacked up promo. <laughs> and he claims that we ran, we ran for a year, for a long time. I'm Keanu Reeves, and when I'm in South Florida, I gack up with Ron and Ron. You don't remember that at all. I, I don't, rem- I don't remember Keanu being in the studio for an interview or going into the production room, obviously. Yeah. This is why when people ask me to write books and shit, I'm like, I can't really do it properly. <laughs> this would have been post-speed, Keanu? Like, he would have already been like a big... Oh, yeah. yeah. He, it would have been about the same time. When Dogstar came out, it was like 95, okay. 96. So he's got this little band that, you know, he's taken out on the road. But everyone's there to see Keanu Reeves. But he was just standing in the background, letting somebody else sing. But girls were just, you know, showing up from from everywhere. He was extremely nice. No, he's a great guy. Everybody knows that. Yeah, he's a lovable That's guy. That's what I remember. Good stories you know, about fuck Keanu. Henry Rollins. <laughs> Henry Rollins to me is brilliant. You know, and the fact that he didn't take flat down kind of disappoints me. And he had yeah, a problem with no, Eastside Dave too. Uh, yeah, Eastside Dave, that's right. So Henry Rollins comes in and does the show. And for some reason, uh, Eastside Dave tries to put headphones on his head while he's sitting there, and he grabbed Dave's hand, uh, wrist really hard. And Dave bitched about it for a month. Yeah, he's a little aggressive, Henry. Well, you know, I mean, you're going to work out all the time. I'm sure you want to use it. Sure. Yeah, it was really funny. 
All right, Flats. Thanks for that update. Okay, Ronnie. Where do you think we're going to end up next? Where you're going to end up next? Yeah. If you had to bet. Uh, I would bet. Hmm. I would bet you'll probably be on terrestrial radio. Maybe Clear Channel takes a second run at you, syndicates it, and then you get a half-hour TV show like uh, Artie Lang and, uh, you know, Flats is going in deep for this. Flats should really be my new management company. Um, Hey, I'm I'm negotiating a deal right now with uh, Nicholas Steele, the uh, Minister of Finance and International Business from uh, Granada. What's the deal? Uh, a, a plane comes in at night with no headlights? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, he wants to get a, a couple car dealerships down there. In Granada? My name in. Yeah. Well, wasn't our car called Granada at one time? Yes, the Ford Granada. So this would be perfect. Yes, yeah. yeah. but he's trying to get German stuff down there. He's and you're a part a, of the deal, huh? Well... In the beginning, he's asking for some help, and somebody gave him my name. So he calls me the other day, and I'm like, "Who? Do, I don't know anybody in Granada." And I, I googled the guy to see if he was for real. And uh, he addressed the United Nations in September, and he's meeting with uh, Castro in two weeks. <laughs> well, you went for that. Well, it'd be you. I want to see a picture of Flats with Castro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, big man. Okay, bro. Take it easy, kid. Peace. See you guys. Um, you know, for being the same place, same time, Flat's memory seems like it's perfect. You know what I mean? Like, he's telling the story like they're sparkling clear. He's got every detail down. Now, I can't even remember where the production room was in Miami at those studios. I can't remember shit about that either. I know that they used to have a gate that they would have to close sometimes if shit came up. And I forget why that they were met. I wasn't in. I was. We had a station in Miami, but I'm broadcasting out of Tampa. And I was doing some kind of funny Spanish bit. I don't remember who I was making fun of. Could have been Cubans. Could have been... You know, whatever, refugees. But whatever it was, the station called and said that they had to close this gate around the Miami station because these people had shown up all upset. And they said it looked like some kind of coup that takes place in South America. There's always this thing in radio where you can turn it over fast, you know, where you can end up in trouble fast. Um I don't remember that. Now, I do remember one time being in a ball game down there, and there was some, like, uh, special needs kid. And uh, he's wearing, like, a Marlins shirt, Marlins hat. He's got a a Marlins uh, pennant with him, Marlins pants. Socks are all done that way. And then, like, he had, I don't know, thrown out the first ball or whatever, and he's walking around. And I'll just say, I don't remember his name. It was, like, Todd, right? Okay. So, and then Flats goes like this to him. Hey, Todd, what team do you like? <laughs> he's, just, <laughs> <laughs> he's just decked out. Marlins get right? And Todd's like, Marlins! And um, 
Plex is like, who? Marlins! Where do they play? Right here! I'm like, please don't do this, dude. I just want to sit down, smoke this cigar while I'm in my seat. He was curious, though. <laughs> curious about what team to He's a like. ball buster. But he used to be able to sit in the stands and smoke cigars down there. That's ridiculous. It's a wonderful time, Chris. Now you'd be just stoned. They would just throw fucking rocks at you. I don't get it. I don't understand it. My secondhand smoke ain't bothering anybody. They've actually done away with even saying that that bothers a human being. It's ridiculous. Oh, and now they're trying to push thirdhand smoke, which is smoke that damages property. Oh, so, shit. So my smoke is, is damaging inanimate objects. I shouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, you know what? The lack of secondhand smoke is making penises uh, turn into vaginas. How's that sound? <laughs> Does that bother anybody? Everyone's transitioning, apparently. Not that a vagina is worse than a penis. They're all great. Every genital is fantastic. Uh, it's Ron and Fez looking back. Head on over and uh, play the Ron and Fez supporting cast. Uh, is Flathead in there at all? I will put Flathead in, and I guess maybe a question about Keanu Reeves. Uh, you're going to put him in, which means we've been plugging it all day, and yet it still doesn't exist. That's a fucking Matrix meets Inception moment. I think it's something like where it's like in the zeitgeist, <laughs> and if you think about it, it'll update. That's what yeah. I feel. All right, this is a call from Mitchell Walters. Flats is right. I remember the whole goddamn thing. I locked up a party package. And I was sitting there. Sam had come in, and he was with Dice, man. And party package. Can I just get uh, $785 until fucking Tuesday? And when that comes in, boom, everything's straightened out. Very specific amount of money he needed. <laughs> Everything he needed was always specific. <laughs> to the to the cent. Look, can I get the seven eighty five? If not, I'll do the six eighty. I'll do the uh, you know six eighty three. You keep the rest of the money. You know, enjoy yourself. Go out and have a little lunch. He's acting like you're making out on your own money. <laughs> Go out, treat yourself nice. Spend a little. I always remember like he had this. Uh, card on. Maybe it was just his license because he wouldn't carry a wallet. So he just carry his license around in his pocket and he takes the license out in front of these kids one day and goes like this. You see this? This will get you in any door in the city. What? Yeah. <laughs> it was the funniest shit. That's great. Keep it down. One of us is over here with a 22-year-old fucking hot chick who's fucking going crazy. He would call you on your phone. And just give you these yeah. updates. Sorry if you, if you haven't heard from me. This fucking girl just went around the world. <laughs> the other funniest thing is we were down at the pool one day, and he had on like these little reading glasses that were uh, on the ends of his nose, and all Mitchell's hair was like wet down on the sides, and he looked exactly like Benjamin Franklin, and I'm not even making that up. As if a Benjamin Franklin had... Um, uh, just appeared out of nowhere. So, Fez, we're doing just Ron and Fez. Uh, side characters, there's not going to be 30 days on The Rock. That's not going to exist as part of this. No, no, just Ron and Fez side characters. The well, supporting cast. Now, now that your career is at an end, mm -hmm. and I want you to really think about this before you answer, did you have more fun on The Ron and Fez show or on The Ron and Ron show? I had more fun on the Ron and Fez show. Really? Yeah. How come? 
Um, I don't know. It just seemed so much. I mean, I'm putting this the wrong way. No, you're uh, doing it perfectly. These are your words. Yeah. I don't know. There was just some sort of. I mean, both shows were uh, I see as wild, but I just I there was like bonding with more people with the Ron and Fez show. All the people that you eventually ended up fighting with? Oh, yeah, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> but you enjoyed the bonding while it lasted before it turned angry. Right, yeah. Chris, was it crazy for you to hear that there was a time where Fez hung around for years and wasn't in the center? That's mind-blowing. He was just a what, producer? What, that was... Yeah, he, well, first he was intern. When, when there was no such things as interns. Right, that was just something to call it. I think. I, yeah, I, we never hired interns back then, though. No. We used to hire employees. You know, <laughs> we had a very big staff. But Fez would stand in the hall, and uh, he used to cut out... It was, it was before the internet, so we would cut out little pieces of the show that he thought would, you know, be cool. And, you know, just anything out of the newspaper, like a wacky story... You know, like a guy getting his dick chewed off or whatever. Um, and most of that stuff never even got on the air, right? I no. mean, we weren't no. very topical in those days. <laughs> it was more about who we were bringing in. At no time did you get discouraged of us? Um, there was one time when you didn't come in and I came in. I don't even know why you weren't there that day. Oh, I know this story. I had the flu. Yeah, and I was there with Diaz, and Diaz didn't want me in the studio, and I thought, maybe I just shouldn't come back. Now, you know, I'm not helping out, obviously. I got very discouraged that one time. You said uh, he said that you were looking at him or something, and then he shut the door of the studio? Yeah, it was one of those things, why is this guy staring at me? I don't think, even think he said guy. It might have been weirdo or mm-hmm. something along those lines. And I remember, because I was sick for a couple of days, and I came back, and I'm like... Where's Fez? They're like, I don't know. He's not around. And then I saw you sometime later. I go, where where have you been? You just lost interest? And you're like, no, nobody wants me there. And I said, come on back. That's how quick we would have not, you know, not have been doing uh, the Ron and Fez show later. Isn't that strange? It's really weird. Just one comment when you weren't there. Yeah. And that that almost shattered everything. That's nuts. Yeah. And that's why, like, I always talk to either interns or young producers. Like, a lot of them just expect to get a lot of mic time right away. Or, oh, I tried something and it didn't work. And I'm always like, I don't think you get what it normally takes, you know, to be part of a show. Most things aren't going to work. Yeah, I mean, you you really have to go. Yeah, you fail at most things. You know, we had those TV guys in the other day. They work so much harder at making something funny than radio guys. Radio guys just like, let's throw shit at the wall. And TV guys will work on a, a three-minute sketch for days. Just sitting days. In, that, in that writer's room for hours and hours yeah. and hours, like 16 hours a day or whatever. Yeah, and uh, radio guys will give a three-minute sketch two minutes. As a matter of fact... I don't think, in all the years that we would do sketches and shit, Fez, I don't think we've ever done one-throughs. You know what I mean? We right, always yeah. expected the first take to work, and then we'd leave. If you go back on it, just think if you would have worked on the timing a little more, you know? 
Maybe that's the thing to think about in the future, Chris. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, I, I, Try to get yourself in the writer's room mode. Writer's room. Like you should be rewriting up all those things happening with Flathead. Okay, I see. So out of all the rumors going around about where I'm gonna, what I'm going to do next, Flats has me down for a clear channel run and then a, a half-hour TV show with Artie Lang. <laughs> I didn't, didn't see the Artie Lang thing coming in, yeah. but you know that's what Flats saw. Fez hasn't asked me one question about it. And as a matter of fact, I got a lot of letters about this, Fez, and I don't want you to take it the wrong way. But you already look like you are. <laughs> oh, um, I don't know. Oh, I missed that. I got a lot of letters about Fez that said that I brought up all these, how I met Fez, what was great about him, and blah, blah, blah. And when it came Fez time to talk about me, he said two things. One, I was there when he came out, and two, that his dad liked me. So at no point did anyone say Fez said, here's what was great about Ron. I remember this thing. And when I read that when I got home last night, I was laughing. But it was a sad laugh, I have to admit. It was All a little right. bit of sadness. Bittersweet? Or I don't just, think there was any sweet. Oh, so just bitter. Yeah. It's a bitter, bitter, bitter <laughs> it was laugh. like a bitter bile, I guess. <laughs> bitter bile should be the name of that band we've been talking about putting together. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy the website and get the Twitter account. Yeah, buy the website just in case. Yeah. I bought two websites. It says Aunt Ron and Aunt and Ron Ron Aunt Aunt. Because <laughs> those were the only ones left. Uh, up on the eye bang this week, uh, Earl Douglas looks back at Ron and Fez. What's that play, Fez? The 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 one that was like sitting behind the Shakespeare play. It was somebody uh, and somebody are dead. Oh, um, Gildan. Yeah, Gildenstein and Rosencrantz. Yeah, well, Gildenstein and Rosencrantz are dead. That's close enough, even if it isn't it. <laughs> yeah, but that's close. how that's how Earl views his life. <laughs> um, if you like to do anything with hashtag um, goodbye Ron and Fez, um, and then uh, today the Ron and Fez Sporkle supporting cast. Um, but please keep up with the Interabang and follow the Twitter when we get around to figuring out what I'm doing next because I refuse to, uh, you know, join Fez in retirement. It actually, a couple times, it freaked me out even thinking about what Fez's retirement life is going to be. Oh, about. what the routine's going to be and yeah. back home. It's, it's, I find it very curious as to how to fill the hours. I got it. Yeah. I'll I'll say this. If I don't fill the hours with obligations, I'm not just going to fill up time. Like, I'm not the type of guy like, oh, I got to go to the hardware store and then I want to go meet my friend for lunch and then I want to go pick up my dry cleaning. (laughs) I would just be like, "Uh, Flats, let's do that thing. Let's ride one more time. No, no. Let's get some obligations. I got to have obligations. That's right. (laughs) They can't be left up to me. I'd be like one of those guys who goes to four meetings a day. Um, let's see. What have I done today? Three other meetings. Now I'm here. Oh, and I've had 18 cups of coffee and seven cigarettes. Get my meeting prep together for tomorrow. 
You know guys, guys like that. Oh, yeah? I'm not going to tell you who they are. Right. But those guys that you met were multiple a day guys. And everyone's like, oh, that's so weird. And I'm always like, weirder than sitting in a bar for seven hours? Because I've done that plenty of times. <laughs> There's been a, I remember before going into bars for lunch and then hearing, dude, it's closing time. We're Close it out. Up. And you're like, and this was always embarrassing to me, too, is when the uh, girl would come around and say, you don't have to leave, but this is the end of my shift, and we have to close out my tab, and then we'll start a new tab with you. And you're just like, is this unusual to be sitting at a table for this long? Hey, look, I've had happen to me. It's fine. So there's a shift change. You don't have to feel bad about yeah. it. If you're an adult and you can still play pinball or good at video games, you might have a problem. <laughs> Or what about you get really good at trivia or finding the difference between two pictures? Um, not ladies. as many billiard places as there used to be, too. None. There's, if I see a pool table in a bar these days, I'm like impressed almost. Like, all right. Yeah. They still care. This is still something you could do at a bar. Well, you know what? I would say this, and I don't have the numbers on it, but if I uh, you know, did the Nate Silver thing, I would obviously say if there's a bar with a pool table, it's more likely you're going to see a fist fight at some point. <laughs> Well, look, it's such a like a, a a random factor because you have people who aren't playing pool who could disrupt the game. And then you got the guys playing pool who get pissed at each other. Well, because, you know, you see those guys, they're slow playing, they're slow playing, something breaks out. All right, fuck it. All the money goes down. And then you find out one of them is a serious hustler. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, shit. I didn't see any, you know, I'm just sitting here at the bar and this shit's breaking out. And what is the moral high ground? Like, dude, you played, you bet, you lost, or how was I supposed to know that this guy was a lot better than he was acting all day? What do you think? Who do you see as the, as the, um, whose side would you be on if, if they, if they did bar juries? A bar jury, I'd be on the side of the hustler because look, that, if if you're going into a to play a game of pool and you're betting money, you you've already, it's everything's out the window. Now it's now it's just that's how it is. So even five dollar game I stink, 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 five hundred dollar game. Oh, suddenly I'm really good. Well, that then, doesn't bother you. I think if if it jumps like that, you should know what's up. I mean, you should be able to identify the fucking. Guess what? Thing. It's normally your idea when it goes to five hundred. <laughs> That's the thing. That's how these guys fucking implant it. You're the one who says, fuck it. Let's do 500 bucks then, asshole. Perfect. And then all of a sudden, let me go to the ATM. Next thing you know, you're playing, he fucking guy puts werewolves of London on, (laughs) and he's just spinning a a cue over his head. Son of a bitch. Yeah. By the way, there is something so hateable about Tom Cruise in that movie. Oh, because he's a cocky dick. Especially like that's the best scene in that movie when he throws that song on. But even when he when he's my hair is perfect. Yeah, that when and then he goes puts his hands through his fucking hair. I want to throw something through a television. He that is the perfect cocky scene. But here's the other thing about him. He's also slack-jawed. So, like, he's cocky and stupid. Like, he, it's one of those things where Paul Newman knows something, his chick knows something, and he's like, what? And he knows he's dumb. You know what I mean? Like, I, I couldn't live in a world where I kept thinking, I'm the dumbest guy in the room, and everyone's laughing at me. He needed Paul, okay, to get over. It would be like if we hung out with physicists, you know? <laughs> 
What's that about black holes? He gets no play until he does, and then that's overplayed. Really weird. He has so many good fucking songs. What's your favorite, French Inhaler? No, not French Inhaler. You don't uh, like that song? I like it, but I like uh, Poor, Poor, Pitiful Me. It's a great song. That's what I, that's something I found myself listening over and over again. The Linda Ronstadt version? No, the Warren Zevon version. Okay. And I really like his cover of Back in the High Life again. I know you do. Why is that? I don't know. It's 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 a great it's a great cover. Because you know why? What? It doesn't sound true. Like when Stevie Winwood is singing it, it sounds true. When when Warren's singing it, it sounds like Barfly. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like almost sad. Oh, it's, I find it to be a very sad song. Like when um, Tom Waits sings "Over the Rainbow." <laughs> I could. I'll seriously. I'll be weak kneed and like a little choked up. Like that poor bastard. He needs to go over the rainbow. Get him over. Or somewhere, he'll, well, Tom Waits will do this somewhere from West Side Story. And it just breaks your heart. Play that for a second. By the way, we're not looking back at all, and we should be, Fez. It, Flathead derailed us. Yeah, thanks, Flathead. Sometimes he rails you, sometimes he derails you. And we do have to break one more time before, in, in today's show. Well, why don't we throw it, this, uh, this Somewhere song by Tom Waits into uh, the break and then we'll come back and do some more stuff. Oh, it takes you a long time before you hear him sing it though. But this is also a little heartbreaking. This is actually Fez thinking about me and him someday.
giving somewhere. That's getting to you a little bit. Yeah. It is. I've never heard this before. It's because it's a song. But for being a guy who doesn't like music, Fez has been crying every song for a while now. Maybe you love music. Maybe I love it too much and I can't take it. Touring this summer, I think. What? Yeah, somebody told me about that. I'm there. I've Stone Store this summer. This is gonna be a great summer. You gotta get. You gotta catch the old guys while you can. Yeah, I've been thinking about that. There's a lot even lately. a lot of talk about a Bowie tour. Well, then I don't care how much money. I don't know what terrible thing I have to do to get the cash. I'll be there. I don't know if I've ever seen anyone else as much as I've seen Bowie. That's great. That's a yeah. that's a that's a great artist to have as the guy I've seen the most. I know. Look, Fez is crying. Oh, Fezzy. This is not supposed to be cry week. This no. is supposed to be look back week. I didn't want to cry this week. And that one got me. Why? I don't just, um... Just now out of habit of hearing songs and crying? I think I'll cry no matter what song I hear from now on. I saw you squinting a little bit like you're trying to squeeze uh-huh. down on it. Like, how do I do it? Because you're not being as, you know, realistic with it as you were last week. All right, we need to break here. Yeah. Um, it's a best of week. It's Ron and Fez look back. Stand by for more of the best of Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Raw Dog Comedy Channel 99. This is the best of Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Raw Dog Comedy Hits Channel 99. It's the Ron and Fez show, looking back up on the entire bank today. See if you can guess the Ron and Fez supporting cast characters. That's the uh, Sporkle game that Fez has put together. By the way, love that uh, music that we just came back with. Chris, do you remember what movie this is from? No. Fez, do you remember? I remember. What was it? This is from That Thing You Do. Yeah, that's right. This was the scene where like they were like racing the horse and acting like they were swimming right. across the United States map. It's a really n- nice little piece. Um, we brought up something a little earlier uh, in looking back, and that's Chris's best friend in the whole world, Bronx Johnny, when he was with us. Yeah, he was, um, he was an intern. He was an intern the semester before I first interned. And then he and I uh, hit it off very well. And then he came up with a segment called Sextravaganza. What do you have in common that you guys smoke weed? We smoke weed. We enjoy drinks. 
We enjoyed the Ron and Fez show. We were both interns. We hit it off very well. He has never called me by my name. He only calls me one word, boss. Hey, boss. What are you doing, boss? All right. Yeah, man, I was talking to that girl. She's kind of fucked up from what happened to her. <laughs> He's always got some weird friend thing going on with a girl we know. There's a lot of drama. He, yeah. He, he brings in drama. Yeah, he's like... involved in the other girl's drama. She's breaking up with her, uh, you know, boyfriend. He's been saying some shit. He going around saying he's going to fuck her up. So I'm going to sleep on her front porch tonight. Make sure she cool. That is so fucking true. <laughs> I can't explain to everyone listening how true that is. I've had phone calls and conversations with the fucking guy where that happens. And it's like, yeah, remember that chick, man? Yeah. And it was always like somebody I met at, you know, like a bar gig or something, but he, like years before, and then he stays involved with her. She tried to kill herself last night, man, so she bet. I went over the house. I fucking threw all the pills in the toilet. Like, what? Yeah, the girl that we met at that bar that night? Oh, she was great. She should have kept up yeah, with her. Yeah, she got her kid. Something fucked up with his brain, so I've been driving him back and forth to school. Like, why, man? <laughs> what are you talking about, Bronx Johnny? Good man. He's a good but man. He knew more about porn and took it more seriously than ever anyone I ever met before. And sex extravaganza got big for two reasons. Number one, just the whole idea is hysterical. But B, his intro music became probably bigger than the gig. Oh, yeah, 100%. It was Jungle Fever by the Shikachas. It's really, really a strong, strong song. So this is set up from the old XM days. Uh, and it's our own Bronx Johnny. Ay, ay, que fiebre, ay. Hello, buddies. Hey, Bronx Johnny, is it already that time? Already time for another sex extravaganza? Yeah. Yeah. Usually I'm in a better mood, but today's kind of a little bit of a sad day considering the genre of the film I'm reviewing. Uh-oh. Uh, today's uh, selection is called My Girlfriend's Cock Number 2. Uh-huh. And uh, it's basically tranny porn. Right. But the sad thing about the flick is uh, they made no effort to look like girls. Right. They were just, no, they were straight up like men with fucking wigs on. It wasn't even funny. All right. So my girlfriend's cock, number two, uh, surprised you that they really did not put a lot of money in the CGI. <laughs> exactly. Like it, it, it sort of ventured on bestiality because the dudes had mad hair. It wasn't even like they was trying to shave or some shit. Uh -huh. Pretty so, brutal. So. Uh, some of the girls, uh, bad wigs. And uh, Six O'Clock Shadows. Can't even call them girls, man, because yeah. it wasn't. Well, I'm just going by the title. <laughs> I really, I can only go by the title. Girlfriends. So, uh, a disappointing film for you. Oh, it got a zero out of five. Wow. Oh, that's the lowest rating ever on yeah. Extravaganza, I, I believe. I think it's the only bad rating he's ever given. Oh, no, I could have given it a negative, but I'm like, let's be fair. Yeah, you know what? You are fair. 
Basically, no one can take that from you. Basically, it's a uh, rump wrangling good time. Uh, it's really weird because they're Brazilian, right? And uh, like it's weird because while they're fucking, you can tell they're in a third world country because of the sounds of the bed. <laughs> and oh, what was the, what did the bed sound? It like? sounded like fucking tin. arriba, arriba. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounded like fucking. Where's this bed at? <laughs> But uh, like, and it's really fucked up because at one point I had to shut it off while I was still recording. Oh, I had it in the headphone, and they, they sounded like Al Ida pitching back in the day. <laughs> it was just straight up grunt, like Arr! I'm like, damn dog. Maybe they're really just <laughs> du dubbing in some Al Ida stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna be real though. I don't recommend this for anybody. Wow. Even if, even if you're all gay, and I got no problem with gay people. That's right. why I reviewed the flick, just to show I'm not a homophobe. Right. Uh, you're I doing a great job. <laughs> And you know, Fezzi, you're even doing a better job than him. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I love the gays. I have an actual word of the day today. It's called tummy sticks. Uh-huh. I don't know this one. <laughs> tummy sticks is, is a situation in which two erect men cuddle closely and face-to-face, -face, <laughs> causing their two erect penises to push upwards between their stomachs or tummies. Yeah. Sticks combined with tummies, hence the name tummy sticks. Tummy sticks. Tummy sticks. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have clips. Sadly. That's where that was originally Sticks' name. That band. <laughs> you got clips today? Yeah, we got clips. Uh, if you're in your office, please turn your headphones down. Yeah. Turn your headphones down unless uh, you probably sell marmalades, <laughs> and then crank it up. It's uh, my girlfriend's cock uh, too. Yeah, and uh, we'll listen to some tummy sticks. This poor guy doesn't know what's what's uh, expecting him. All right, I don't know if I can hear anymore. <laughs> this, this poor guy. <laughs> you know, uh, there are tons of films that you could review. That's the only gay porn we had in the office. We don't got fucking food here, but we got yeah. gay porn. All right, so you really—it's up to you. Whatever happens to be lying around in the office, that's what gets reviewed. Yeah. You got more clips for us? Oh, yeah, I got like three more. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's hear. I was those. I fuck me. Fuck my ass. Fancy, 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 fancy. I don't know if I can keep going with this. <laughs> By the way, Flea has pulled his shirt up and is touching his nipples. So I don't know. Maybe Tommy Sticks is becoming bigger than we ever thought. <laughs> more? Yeah, we got two now, more. Now, what is happening in the action right now? Well, Set us up a little bit. Well, the dude right there that was getting banged, uh, he had on a red wig, and he tried to look like a woman, but uh, I don't know if you watch wrestling, Dave Bautista has like a stripe going down his chin. Yeah. He had like a Bautista stripe going down his fucking chin. So basically, this is more for Bautista fans. But basically, if you're into <laughs> shit like that, I guess. Yeah. The animal. The th uh, here's the third clip where they're semi-Greco-Roman wrestling, <laughs> I guess. I, oh, my God. Fuck my ears. Oh. oh. Oh, my God. Oh, 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 yes. Oh, yes. I literally, I think Liberace would be turned off right now. <laughs> I don't think Boy George could even enjoy this. And then uh, the last clip is where you actually get to hear the bed a little bit. It sounds mm. like fucking thunder hitting the side of a house. <laughs> All right, let's <laughs> take a listen to the Brazilian bed springs. Say it out loud. <sighs> 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 That's the bed. 
I honestly, I never knew this, but I'd like to start some bedspring stuff where we can send it overseas to poorer people. It does sound like a third world hospital cot. The uh, You know what it sounds like to me? Uh, it's like a bed from a Three Stooges movie. It's just an old thing. <coughs> wow. All right, uh, Johnny. So the name of the uh, film again? My Girlfriend's Cock, number two. So that means somebody liked the first one. Yeah. <laughs> or there's number two on his girlfriend's cock. I'm not sure which. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one thing I did learn from the film, uh, don't believe stereotypes, because a lot of these gay dudes aren't really that uh, into, like, shaving and shit at all. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it was pretty brutal, man. <laughs> all right. So that's, that even made it worse for you. Yeah. And zero out of five. <laughs> Zero being the highest, Johnny? In this situation, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Johnny's up and dancing now to his tummy sticks. <laughs> uh, very uncomfortable. Charlie, you're on a fez. I'd like to take this moment to congratulate Bronx Johnny for going uh, way over and above. I mean, I know he's got to review porn, but I mean, to actually, for a straight man to sit through this and to uh, uh, approach it professionally, I think is outstanding. Well, you know, Fez you. and I had this argument the other day. Fez says if you're a movie reviewer, you have to sit through every film. I disagreed, but apparently you're on Fez's side with this. I really wasn't. <laughs> I got no. I kept getting inundated because uh, the crap I said the last time. Oh, you're a homophobe, right? So I was like, you know, what? I'm not. Let me just do a tranny porn one time at least. Mm -hmm. You know what happens review next? Or film. <laughs> what happens next week when I bring you in and I hear yet another tranny film? No, nah, we're not. And then a daisy chain film, <laughs> and it just goes on and on. What's a daisy chain? Well, see, you need to watch. <laughs> Uh, Scott, you're my Fez. Hey, um, I just want to know if that was, uh, Bronx Johnny and Earl playing tummy sticks after hours. <laughs> 866, Ron <laughs> Fez. And that's the one and only Bronx Johnny. Um, I know that you do a high society with, uh, Bronx Johnny. Yeah. Has he changed at all? He, um, the guy we were talking about before, yeah. extravaganza, he's still that guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's, he's a wonderful person. Bronx Johnny's one of the kindest, sweetest Sweet. guys. He's honestly a sweetheart. Yeah. And, and has seen awful things in his life. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Just that, terrible things. I'm not, not even with the things he's done on his off time. But he's always also far from the Bronx. You know what I mean? <laughs> He, always, works, he works like in, in, in like Eastern Queens now. And yeah, that's how, it's always like he's in Queens, he's in Connecticut, he's in Jersey. He's Staten Island. He never has a job in the Bronx. <laughs> well, one time when he worked for the Yankees. Yeah, he was the security shortstop. guard. Yeah. Oh, security oh. guard. I'm sorry. Um, that is it for Wednesday as Ron and Fez look back. Head on over to the Interrobang and check out stuff like... Uh, uh, hashtag goodbye Ron and Fez. Earl Douglas looks back at Ron and Fez. And Ron and Fez, the sidemen, the Ron and Fez characters, uh, supportcle, 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 uh, supporting cast. Uh, that is it for us today. Now, should I be playing satellite here? Because it's ended Chris, the show. I've told you every goddamn day, I will never play Satellite of Love again as a tribute to Fez Watley leaving me mid-career. You know, Early mid-career, by the way. I see this going on for another 40 years. I see it getting to the point where people go like this. Now, you did a show with a Frez? And I'm going, <laughs> you know what I'll say to them? Yeah, exactly. Frez. 
that's exactly right. And Fred's is the reason I don't play Satellite of Love. Yeah. <laughs> I shall never hear that song again. It's like if you broke up with a girl. <laughs> I know a guy, I'm not going to say who. He will never play Guns N' Roses or being in a, be in a room where Guns N' Roses are playing because the girl that broke So that's it for him. He felt like she changed with all that Guns N' Roses shit that she got into. That's fine. I mean, there's just the two albums, really. So what song do we end with now? I was thinking Patience by Guns N' Roses <laughs> might be like the perfect, you know, new ending song. And yes, a little pie. Uh, Axel or Diamond uh, Diamond Dave, whose uh, whose voice gave up the most? Ah man, just hearing Dave of last week. No, it's, it's still Axel. It's okay. still Axel. All right, uh, Dave is he's he's still stronger than Axel was. Well, this is the official ending song now. Patience. <laughs> Cause I'm missing you I'm still alright to smile Girl, I think about you every day now Was a time when I wasn't sure But you set my mind at ease There is no doubt you're in my heart now That woman, take it slow, it'll work itself out fine. All we need is just a little patience. Set sugar, make it slow, and we'll come together fine. All we need is just a little patience.